right. You know how these work, right? You have, have you done a podcast? <laughs> you know how microphones work? <laughs> is this the microphone? Yes. What is yeah. you talk, actually, you're talking the wrong end. It's the cord. Oh, dang it. Such a doofus. <laughs> you're, you're, you're supposed to cut the mic. <laughs> That's what all the rappers do on TV. Right. Yeah. I saw that on MTV. I saw that on BET the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready? I'm ready, dude. You ready? I'm so ready. I've been looking forward to this for a while now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Buckhorn Podcast. I am Martel, and with me always is Randy. What up, Randy? I am excited today. I am stoked today. Yeah, we are in the Kilms Tavern, my home studio yeah, kind of your, thing. Your little basement bar. Yeah, I got my, my, my work desk here where I work from home, when I get to work from home. Uh, my Buckeye gear, like, I love it here. I, I'm going to change the lighting. The lighting down here is terrible. Oh, it's great. It's like moonlight. But, yeah, it matches the dec- like the wood paneled walls. That's 70s decor. <laughs> yeah. When we moved in, the landlord's like, I don't like those walls, but I ain't going to change them. You can do it if you want. And I went, nah, dude. I'm writing off of you. <laughs> like, I'm going to roll with wood panel walls. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're here, and we have a special guest. We do. That other voice you hear is Demac. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? What's going mm. on? Got that Look deep at voice. That voice. <laughs> People are going to hear his voice and just tone us out altogether. Oh, these guys suck. Damn. Yeah, so Demac and I met... Man, five or seven it's, or it's, it's been a minute. It's been like seven years. Bro. I was uh, I was working youth camps yeah. and, and churches, and he yeah. came by. Uh, I think it was winter retreat is where we first winter met. Winter retreat, man. Yeah, many Snow years everywhere. Snow, <laughs> which you love. <laughs> yeah. Now it's my this favorite. is you. You two are on par with that. He's with you with the snow. He's you, not a snowbird. You hate I, snow? I hate snow. Oh, he hates hate cold. Snow. If it gets below like 60 degrees. <laughs> I forgot I'm to out. mention that. I'm out. I, 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 so I've got him on Facebook, both his personal and his, his uh, the Mac yeah. page. And uh, I love watching him travel. Because this is what this man does is travel for a living and, and rap. And every time he gets to a cold state in the winter, dude, it's like you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like you, but with more soul. <laughs> yeah, wow. Anybody can have more soul than I do. Yeah, so we got the Mac here with us. We yeah. haven't scheduled anything. We haven't scripted anything. We're going to let him talk about some things. And uh, we first talked about it, man. You were putting out some posts on Facebook yeah. just sharing your heart, and that got me. I didn't respond oh, wow. a bunch there because um, I was, was too busy posting memes every Thirty two right. seconds, which I appreciate. I love those. Yeah, he, he's one of the ones that told me like, "Hey, him, dude, Jason, Janetti, like, I don't care what Martell or anybody else says. I love these." <laughs> you know, like I, I unfollowed Randy for two years because of that. <laughs> he really did. Like, and then I ended up fo- unfollowing like everybody except for six people. Oh, and wow. now you're back. And now I'm following everybody but one person. Do you appreciate the memes now, though? I just roll by them. <laughs> I don't really post on Facebook that often, though. Like, it's for me, it's yeah. You've only done a couple of your archery. I'll do – well, that all comes from Instagram, though. Like, all of my Instagram stuff goes oh, yeah. to Facebook. Okay. So I use okay. Instagram more than I use Facebook. But occasionally, lately, I've been posting some ridiculous stuff. Like, oh, I'm considering moving to San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Or Austin. Like, it was Austin. 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 Okay. And people were like, oh, me. you should – I'm like, you guys, come on. I'm not moving. I can't move to Austin. My wife would kill me. <laughs> she would be here. <laughs> yeah, she said she ain't leaving. Martell ain't hates leaving. the cold, so it's a. Uh... I got. I got to wait till 2020 or 2031. Oh, That's wow. when I'm allowed to move. That's when my kids graduate. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so we're gonna roll in our normal show. If you're a, a regular listener of ours, welcome back. We're gonna do a sample here in a minute. 
Uh, we have Angels Envy Rye that we covered on Flights of the Round Table. Yeah. But we're going to do it neat here after it's oxidized a bit. And this here, Martel's looking at a very bulging can. That looks like of, it uh, got dropped off the Empire yeah, State Building and survived. Well, what happened, there's four of these. <laughs> these are, uh, it says a new era in college football. These were when the Ohio State Buckeyes won the National Championship Trophy. Uh, what year was that? So this was 2014. Uh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> And I've got three more on my shelf with all my Buckeye gear there. What happened was Judd, in, uh, with all his one-year-old strength, picked this up. And Hulk Smash chucked it across the room at me. Yes. Nice. For Daddy to catch. And it didn't make it to me. So I said, well, I didn't want to open them because it's probably gross. Mm. So we're going to see if we can even get to open because the top's kind of mangled. Um, oh, I'm sure. Oh, 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 oh here it goes. And there's oh. a doctor. You know what? And there's a Dr. Pepper shortage right now, too. For real? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't yeah. see it? This is the and list. there's a buddy of mine works at Pepsi said there's actually going to be a can shortage. You, well, there's already Seriously. a can shortage because the craft beer industry is taking a hit from it. All right. I'm going to have to move my mic, so I might make mic noises here. Whatever. Well, while you're doing that, tell yeah. us a little about yourself, Demac. Like, Yeah. Um, I am a hip-hop artist. Uh, from. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, Midwest. I grew up in the Nelly era when dudes had, you know, Band-Aids under their eyes. And, <laughs> yes. and, and during Nelly's era, yeah. I really wanted to be like Nelly. Right, right. Uh, you were shaking your tail feather. <laughs> when that album dropped, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and our normal listeners know, uh, if you're a domaniac that hey, happened to catch this. All ten of you. All ten of you. <laughs> we've doubled our listeners. <laughs> um but uh I we had we had one black girl in our youth group. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> and she's yeah, the one that yeah. brought the Nelly album. <laughs> it, it was one of my good friends, Tiffany, loved that girl. Uh she went to school with my cousin, so yeah. we all get in my Tercel with my two twelves. And I put that album in and it changed my world. That was like the <laughs> album for the year. It didn't come out on my C D player. Dude, I was <laughs> I might, I might yeah. actually have that album. I have to check my CD box. Dude, it probably yeah. is. He, he has a I box have. in his studio at home, and I look down, and it's like Usher, Casey, and JoJo. Bro, like, all like, 90s rap We're hip-hop. like brothers, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the I'm, same binder with the CDs, you I mean, know? I had, I, so I've got a box wow. of, like, old, like, yeah, Casey and JoJo, yeah, Nelly, Wu-Tang Clan. Um, all bangers, bro. Oh, just, all like, bangers. I, I grew up, like, I legitimately grew up like in Steubenville. So when I when I learned to drive, yeah. I was going to Steubenville every day and Steubenville's ghetto. Okay. Gotcha. It is ghetto as hell. And so that's where I hung out. Like me and my buddy Bub, Randy met Bub. Yep. We that's Bub. all we listened to was a was just West Coast rap, yeah. East Coast rap, gangster rap. Yeah. Whatever however you wanna that just looks Huh. That's Randy pouring Dr. Pepper into a glass. I'm surprised it's still fizzy and carbonated. That, that's I'm, what surprised me. Yeah. Because it actually went open. It did the whole... Tsh. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. So Martel had no idea. It just went flat. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not beer, Martel. It doesn't oh, no. keep ahead. <laughs> but, yeah, we, I listened to, like, all that. So, yeah. I mean, I, and I started th- so the other day, I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, well, I have, I have not listened to any of your music. Okay. Right so on. I actually got on Spotify. I'm like, there he is. So I started listening. You don't rap about there's there's no gang banging there's no gunfire <laughs> there's no smacking bitches there's no, none you of that You did not stuff. mention a single gold chain, much less two right. chains. I know. <laughs> I mean, come on. There was no yeah. like there was there was no drug talk. Yeah, I'm basically a Disney Disney Channel rapper. Basically. <laughs> I was no, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing I like about that music. I, I love a lot of your beats, oh, and uh, 
the thing is, I got out of rap. Mm-hmm. Like mid two thousand two two thousand ten ish. I haven't listened since because it just became all the same crap. Sure, it's yeah. well, yeah. Now it's now all about it's me, all... my ego. I'm awesome because I drive fast cars and I got women, and there's my... no there's no sustenance. Right. My right. favorite was right. is mumble rap. Oh, that's, yeah. that's that's where it peaked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, and I, I, I I only listen to old like my Spotify playlist now when it comes to rapper like. 90s hip hop, 90s mm. West Coast. I feel that. Yeah. Biggie. Yeah. yeah. I was saying, once Tupac. you get like out of Dre, and Eminem was the last one for me that wrote yeah. about something. Lyrical like when, when M, yeah, when M wrote and, and writes, mm-hmm. he has something to say. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else, and shame on Machine Gun Kelly for trying to battle that guy. That was, did you see that, Martel? Was, was that a battle? I've seen some <laughs> Yeah, it, no, it was a slaughter. Don't call out, like, you don't go up to a Navy SEAL and try and fight him. Like, just, I don't care how bad you think you are because right. you beat up everybody in your high school. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but for me, like, a lot of the rappers in the hip-hop, I used to listen to WNCI, you know, Top 40 a lot back in the day. Yeah. And it just got so empty to me. I was yeah. sitting there driving one day, and I'm like, none of these songs are saying anything. Right. And yeah. one of the songs that did say something, they were kind of bashing it because it was real slow and real. It, it, which, granted, for a morning drive, it's kind of a boring song. Um, and I forget it now. But uh, <laughs> I was like, but man, that had there's some meaning behind it. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, when I listen to your rap, you rap, I, I can at least go, hey, he's rapping about something that means something to him. Oh, wow, man. You know, you know, no, but it's for real. You're not just talking about driving a Lamborghini. Because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I have no experience with it. <laughs> it's like, he's like, well, let me try it. Then we'll see what I rap about. You can rent them. I mean, they're really, they're not that, that expensive to Pick rent. A couple hundred bucks, man. You yeah. can rent one for a day. Quit playing with my emotions. Are no, you for dude, real? Dude, yeah. Travel. Look, look it up. Look up exotic car rentals. Next you time you're out everywhere. in Vegas, do you can rent one for Seriously. $500 for the day? Yeah, I'm going to Google it right now. Yo, let, let's, I, I need I'm, the I'm facts. You know? So, um, I'm going to go back to this Dr. Pepper real quick. Yeah, you hit um, this six-year-old. <laughs> I, I noticed you did not give one to D. Oh, how rude of me here. Here you go, Matt. I oh, mean, he man. got he got upset because I told him there was a Dr. Pepper the, shortage. I'll drink from the can and probably cut my lip, <laughs> which would make for great radio. I'm going to wait a couple minutes to see the effects it has on y'all first. <laughs> <laughs> I might turn green yeah, with purple yeah. spots. That's one of those. And we've done some episodes where we did things called buckworm bites. Like I brought in Oreos and salsa because I saw that a meme made me on it. Sick. It literally like, it turned his stomach. Um, it made me ill all day. Last oh. Halloween, our, one of our most popular episodes, yeah. my kids got candy, and I was eating the Skittles because they don't like Skittles. Okay. And one packet was gray. And I was like, that's weird. Gray Skittle. It said zombie Skittles, so I read the package. And it's like, hey, this may be a normal Skittle, or it may taste like rotting zombie flesh. Dude. So I saved it, it for us it, to do it, in the air. Ugh. It, and it, it did, dude. I've never it, eaten it, zombie. It made, it made him sicker than it made me. But it, it did was, not disappoint. It, no. It, it tasted like rotting meat. So every once like in a while. Like what rotting meat smells yeah, like. That's yeah. what it tastes like. It was rancid, dude. It was oh, bad. But it was it's, bad. you know, you, you eating Skittles, right? Yeah. You know, sometimes it gets stuck in your teeth. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah, those zombie ones do, too. So oh, you just have rotten flesh just yeah. stuck in your teeth. Well, the best part is, is you're sitting there and you're talking, and then all of a sudden, just like, <laughs> it's like yeah, ten it, minutes it later, it, back it, just, it pops out of your tooth, and you you taste uh, it. it the, is the gift awful. that won't stop giving. It is so bad, so bad. Jeez. So uh, go ahead, Martel. Why don't you oh. take a sip of this? Uh, so it, I already took a, I already gave it a, the sniff test, and it smells like Dr Pepper. Yeah, it does. I'm actually surprised. I mean. Mm. It, it it smells like it a Dr. smells Pepper. like dusty Dr Pepper. Like I wish I would have had it in dusty the fridge. Was Dr. cold. Pepper. You know that that <laughs> dust smell. <laughs> what are you thinking? 
it, it it's not good. Huh, okay, <laughs> I'll say right. no big reaction, so not as bad yeah. as I no, thought. It's it, it. I mean, it, it legitimately is flat at this point. So it's lost all of that's its weird. Fizz. That's weird that it, when I opened it, it had a little of the... Well, it's, gonna, it's a sealed can, so it's going to keep yeah, the carbonation. Had... And when you poured it, it had a little bit, but it's gone. Like, there is no carbonation left in this. <laughs> just drinking wow. You're Dr. drinking Pepper syrup. basically just watered-down syrup. Ooh. And the taste is kind of flat as well. Like, it, not like flat soda, like weak. Ooh. Go ahead, give it a try. Man, I mean, after that pitch, how could I turn it down at this point? <laughs> <laughs> it just it just kind of tastes like flat Dr. Pepper. It doesn't yeah. taste bad. Huh. It doesn't taste bad. It's I'm just... actually surprised how good it tastes. Like, I might drink the rest of this game, <laughs> and I don't drink pop. <laughs> it tastes kind of well. Yeah. It's it's not that bad. I'm oh. not going to finish it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, I don't expect you to. Like, it's, it's like I'm going to be mad. These cans were given to me even so I didn't pay for I mean, these. It's, oh, okay. It's a win-win. It, it's kind of, it's like dusty. I was mm. kind of hoping it would taste rancid because we get a better reaction <laughs> that way and people like hearing either one of us get sick yeah, or like angry. almost dying it's, yeah it's not good no it's not great it's not great so once you rinse that down and we'll go into the angel's envy before we i ain't drinking that no no i mean clear your palate out sorry oh. You I, said mean, I, didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean you had to drink the dr pepper i thought you meant clear your palate go ahead and pour you and i a little <sighs> bit of the angel's envy right here and uh we'll get oh. on with it i'm looking i'm looking at the car rentals I have a story. I have a, I have a small story for you too regarding uh, opening another man's uh, whiskey. Ooh, yeah. ooh, man! I'm Exotic intrigued. car rentals are mm-hmm. up a little. Eight hundred bucks for four hours. For four hours? Yeah. yeah. Well. Oh wait, you can rent, rent a Lamborghini Huracan for five hundred bucks for four hours, or nine hundred for eight hours. That's right. not bad, huh? Yeah. That's, I mean, considering the fact that some of these right. are quarter million dollar cars. Right. I, I, I thought it was going to be way more than that. No, and there, there's actually car services out there. I think one's called Silver, there's which one, is Turo. Uh, okay. Turo's, Turo, I think, is more of like a an Airbnb style. Oh, okay. Um, where you loan your car out to other people through the app and you get paid for loaning your car out. Fascinating. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Huh. So there's, okay. but there's another service out there called Silver, and all they rent are Silver Audis. So you huh. can get an A4, S4, nice. S8, whatever. R8. They're all silver. Who do you have to talk to to rent out the Batmobile? Uh, his name's Casey Puick. <laughs> are, you, are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. He's I was just being one. silly. He lives here in Ohio. What? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, he's uh, he's got a YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, from Ohio. Actually, my buddy Justin, who's a... Um, up at Pickups Plus Cars in Lewis Center, just north of Columbus. Quit playing. He's taken vehicles to them and done videos at their shop. Wow. I thought I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> you just joking. Now I just have yeah. my mind blown. Yeah. See? Yeah, so hold on. I got I got it right here. Let me I'm scrolling through his Instagram feed right now. Uh, is it more than a Lambo though to rent? That's the question. You know what? There you go. There it is. If you told him It's the Batmobile. You need to get in contact with this guy. Tell yeah. him that you know somebody who knows somebody who knows him. It's the Mike it's the Michael <laughs> Keaton Bat- Batmobile. Yeah. And it's the Say it's I want to put one. this in a video. Dude. Maybe you just get in a video for free, and you know, hey, you might as well drive it while you got it, right? You got to drive it in the well. video, bro. Next rap video, so, dude. So right, this, here, right here in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> that would be he, that'd be sweet. <laughs> that'd be sweet. So this guy, I, I, my understanding is he's like some crazy multimillionaire. Oh, I don't know so what he's, he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> except he doesn't dress. He doesn't dress up like a bat. Okay, there's that. Yeah, but he no. runs a he runs a it's like a nonprofit called the Genius Garage, and it's for kids. Oh wow, like teenagers, and he they. They understand, um, they don't understand, they learn uh, engineering. Okay. And he's actually building a car, or this group of kids is building a car that can, 
Oh, what is it? It's stupid fast. Like, it's ridiculous fast and gets 100 miles a gallon. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. And that's what he's basically doing with these kids is he's teaching wow. them engineering and they're building building this race car. The Wow. So he got 75 miles to the gallon on the first time out on this car. It's called the Omega car. That would nice. change the indie tour life forever. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Imagine how much money you would save. <laughs> right. You're driving a daggone bus pulling a yeah. trailer. Yeah. So here, here's the what the car looks like. It's white. Oh, it looks kind of like the it, Mach Three from yeah. Speed Racer. It looks sick too. Yeah, yo. And he's going. He's shooting for 100 miles a gallon out of this thing. That That's would nuts. be a game changer. So I did find through Turo, you can rent things like an S4. That is sweet. That it's, does look like it's the yeah, sick. Looks like the Mach Three from mm-hmm. Mach Five or Mach Five. Sorry, Mach 5. yeah. I, I can't remember. I Rob, Rob would yell at me if he heard. <laughs> well, you can rent like a uh, Audi S4 here for eighty six bucks a day. Oh, BMW M4 for one hundred thirty four a day. That's it. But the coolest one to me is the Tesla Model S's. They're going for eighty to ninety nine a day. Wow! And those Teslas, man, have to be recharged. They do. <laughs> yes, sitting in the Walmart parking lot in that little station. <laughs> right. Shoot the video from there. There you go. <laughs> that would be hilarious. If we did a whole video. Like you see all these rappers always racing and driving stuff. The whole Tesla one's just there because it's got to be plugged in. Like some somebody goes to unplug it, and you're like, oh, it's got. Leave it in longer. It ain't done yet. It ain't, it ain't done. <laughs> um, but yeah, those Teslas are fun. I'm surprised how cheap they are. Yeah, that is, that's crazy. But and keep mind though toro I, like i said i think toro is like an airbnb style where it's actually someone's it's their personal car right it on. could be I, don't, and, I just and googled you're renting it out um i know there's a place in chicago because i looked at it when liz and i were for our wedding i was going to try to mm. get a ferrari nice for our wedding nice they wanted five thousand for the weekend okay and i had to drive up and get it <laughs> Oh, my oh. entire wedding cost that, Jeez. I think. And that's including sight, dress, uh, rings, uh, uh, everything. I like, we were like three to five total. I wish my entire wedding cost that. Well, that's, that's a you problem. No, that was a Liz problem. I didn't. I am lucky because Beth was like, I don't want a big wedding. We got married at a state park, uh, Alley Aww. Park outside Lancaster, Old Covered Bridge. Have a huge lodge overlooking the lake, so the reception's there. Oh, we paid 250 awesome. for the whole day. Dude, that's awesome. Her yeah. dress she found was like 300 bucks, brand new. Yeah, that's so much. Crushing it. Yeah. I think Liz's dress was the cost of your entire wedding. Just <laughs> quit playing with <laughs> my no. emotions, for real. <laughs> my my wife wanted like a traditional, okay, like full traditional wedding. Yeah. So 250 people. Okay. Like in the church. I'm just like. <laughs> Martel's kind of good. It's like courthouse. I'm, I'm, I'm like, why can't why can't we just take all that money that your family has given us yeah. and, and run away. fly them down to like some island somewhere? Yeah, do a beach wedding. Yeah, and just that's it. Like we just get the it, people yeah. there that matter, it. and that's that's all we need. Just a few people, yeah. and we'll take we'll take two weeks. And we'll stay down for a week. Everybody can come down for a week, or we'll stay for two weeks. Everybody can come down for a week, and that'll be it. She's like, Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. That is not what I want. You know how many people in my family have been bad at me? I'm like, Who cares? Like, <laughs> I, I it, the whole wedding, like every all the guests are everybody from your family. Like, right. I, it's, I got ten people coming from my family, and the rest, the other two hundred and forty are yours. Wow. <laughs> I feel that. I don't talk to anybody in my family. <laughs> okay, I understand. True so, story. I understand. Except your dead mom who steals stuff from your house. 
I don't know if y'all are joking or if this oh, is like no, real no. talk. No, his so mom's both, really dead. But so both, every my, time. both my parents have passed away. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Oh no, it's, it's cool. Yeah. It's okay. Um, we make fun of them. We, yeah, oh, goodness. And I pay for it later. <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bookworm podcast. <laughs> Welcome Wait, to the show. You've not heard a playfully racist thing said yet. <laughs> oh, Jesus, we do not need to start talking about DJ and JJ. Yeah. So, uh, so my mom passed away like 16 years ago. My dad oh, wow. passed away. 13 years ago. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, bro. Um, it, it, but my mom was always a prankster. Mm-hmm. Like, she was always playing jokes on people. It does, the shit didn't stop. Yeah. Like, it legitimately didn't stop when she passed away. Like, things, sh- they just come up missing in the house. I'm looking for a bracelet right now that I can't find. Seriously. One of my malas. And I cannot find it anywhere. I have asked. I'm like, because my kids will take stuff out of my room. Like, yeah. do you girls grab one of my bracelets? Like, no, daddy. I didn't. I'm like, find out you're lying to me <laughs> <laughs> which i don't know why either i know both your girls i don't know why they'd lie about that I'm not saying they couldn't but i don't know because harley of course harley a, could just forgotten she just has a tendency to take she's things. a free spirit she is mm. so she is a bear <laughs> um but like right now like i have an old pair of eyeglasses they were in their hard case mm. i don't wear them anymore it's my old pair i throw them in the bottom drawer well the case was in the top drawer of one of my dress of, of this side uh, side table, mm-hmm. and then the glasses weren't in the case. They were in another glasses case, like an old nineteen seventies pocket style case with a clip on it. Okay, okay. Those glasses were taken out of the case, and my eyeglasses were in this case. So it's just one of those things. I'm like, you girls messing with my glasses? Interesting. Do you sleepwalk? No. no. Oh, like, <laughs> like, and like, I've been there before when we've gone to do something. You're like, "Where is this?" Yeah, I'm like, yeah. "It's just it's gone. It, it comes up missing. Wow. Like things just come maybe up your, missing. Maybe and your they, house is haunted. That's a brand new house, it, unless it's an yeah. Indian burial property. on Indian on Indian land that you mm. stole. I didn't personally steal it. Oh. I bought it. I bought you it. bought it from the people that stole it. No, I bought it from a guy in the military who may have bought it from someone who stole it. But well, you get taxed by the people who stole it originally. That's why they're mad at you. <laughs> I mean, That's why they're mad at you. Shit, they didn't say they found bones when they were digging. Mm, of course that. they didn't say that. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. They also Build the house. <laughs> Put yeah. the concrete in there. They also didn't see the drain tiles they hit, too, that are leaking <laughs> yeah. into my basement. Jeez. Asshole. Yeah, you've had a struggle, that man. Place. Dude, my house sucks. <laughs> I'm it's sorry, a bro. really nice house as far as the house, like the land's beautiful. The land's beautiful. Landscaping's amazing. I got five acres of land. Oh wow, it's a nice property. I, I built yeah. my house five year, or twelve years ago. Nice. That's fine. The builder sucks. That was your. That's your main. That's problem. the problem. The builder was awful. The builder was absolutely awful. They're, they're the worst. Um, couldn't I fought with them for like four years after we built the house? Oh wow, just had to do a partial roof replacement because they didn't do their job. Jeez, man. It's been yeah, it's a struggle. Been one thing after another. It's, it's first world problems, man. I can't, <laughs> I feel that. can't deal with it. But on a new house, man. Like on a new yeah, house, right, yeah. right. I'd be upset. I'm, right. a, so I'm a little upset. House as old as this one is, which we rent here, but stuff's going to happen. I expect it. Right. Right. Like oh, I, I had to fix ex- the hot water line to the washer just yesterday. Okay. 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 I fixed it. No problem. Yeah. yeah. New house. If I paid for that, I'd be a little more upset. Oh, if I could go kick down the door, especially when you found out, yeah, (laughs) you found out it was done properly. It's not like stuff aged over time. You found out it it was was built right. It was junk from the jump. Yeah. Yeah. So, so on that note, make me want to hit somebody. Let's get you some of this Angel's Envy so you'll calm down a little. (laughs) Maybe this might, you know, this could be like the Jim Beam. We just want to fight each other. Yeah, that was a fun one. Um, 
those of you that may be new, uh, welcome to the podcast. Now we're like 20 minutes in or however long. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, usually, usually if you hear this show with the Mac and, uh, and you are a supporter of his, like I am, oh, um, thanks, brother. then we would love having you here. Just know, disclaimer. <laughs> This is not your family-friendly podcast. <laughs> this episode has been way more mild already than most any other we've done. And I'm keeping it pretty clean. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the most chill Martell's been. Uh, there was, there was one a... episode uh-huh. called Lowe's Blows. Lowe's the store. Okay. Lowe's Blows and Steal Our Shows. Steal Our Shows. Because we promoted something. a bunch of other podcasts. Yeah. And uh, so okay. I think I dropped an F-bomb 275 times. Woo! Uh, it was like it, it, was only, like, it was only like 140. It might have been. Well, no, I don't it know. was a lot. One of my buddies said if he was, if it was a drinking game, he'd be dead. Yeah. Alcohol poisoning. That he is was our night. most downloaded show. It is. It's one of our most downloaded. <laughs> That's what I'm doing and, wrong, bro. Yeah, right. It is. See? You wrapped about the wrong thing. Guns, drugs. And well, I think what it was. bombs like smacking women. I, well, I think. I, <laughs> you got to keep your stable in check. That's right. I think that uh, the big problem on that, or the, the big draw to that was you were like, very passionate about what you're pissed. talking about. And interesting. And not only that, I think a lot of people could relate, but then everybody else that we mentioned, like, because yeah. we mentioned some other businesses too. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. So they're like, hey, listen to this. And then people start listening. And once they listen, I think they're like, hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> he went on a tirade. Yeah, I did. But, uh, I love it. Yeah, so we, we typically here, we typically will sample a whiskey or bourbon. We just pour a little bit mm-hmm. of glass, taste it's it, give a review. Like one and a half ounces. Yeah. It's more, honestly, getting, yeah. We're not getting trash but, uh, on every show. And the Mac is not partaking. I will He's got his give Dr. That Pepper sitting over He's there. He's got his Dr. Pepper he hasn't touched. Six-year-old, six-year-old Dr. Pepper. Uh, here we call it aged six years. Oh, okay. Aged. It's, it's from the vintage line. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that was a wine, you'd have to pay me for it. Right. Um, but we're going to sample this Angel's Envy Rye. And uh, well, a quick review. Yeah, and like you said, this is one we did on another show that we're trying to kick off called mm-hmm. Flights of the Round Table. And there's, it's with the guys from Bourbon Hunters. And we drank this there, but we also had three other. Yeah. So kind of, I don't want to, it infringed on the flavor. Yeah, we wanted to come back to this after okay. it had been open a while um, and, and taste and, it and clean. And give it a go. Mm-hmm. So, so I love the smell of this. It smells really good. Do you want to smell it? Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. smell it. Yeah. It smells. It doesn't have that rye spiciness. Oh, it is yeah. very sweet. It's yeah. a very sweet smell. It does have a very sweet smell. I I love the smell of this one. Yeah, this, so this is the Caribbean rum cat. This may replace Jefferson's Ocean as my. I think it's going to have to. I think it we is. Were, we were, were talking more. about that the other day at the gym. About the Jo. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, Brandon, and Lon, and myself. Yeah, I, I'm never going to find a bottle of Voyage Three again, and I've well, heard nothing. You, we may be able to find you a bottle of Voyage Three. But it's going to be in like this gigantic one through twenty pack That's voyage. Pack. Oh, like one the of the yeah. Oh, it's, I didn't think it's about a sample that. of all of the voyages. Yeah, supposedly. I've seen the sample packs. I never thought of voyage it, three. It, it would have voyage three in there. <laughs> this changes so, everything. It, it does. It changes everything. It's all I've heard. That's is been that's been my about, top. Like so, our rating systems one to five donuts. Right? <laughs> okay, in half so, increments. In half increments. <laughs> okay, and that's my five. Like that's my benchmark. That's my go to. His okay. is different. Um, other people like Blands. We're not big on that, but that's kind of my not, been what no, I measure. We, we like Blands. We don't like the hype around. We like it. Uh, it's okay. just not a five to us. All right. No. All right. It's a. It's, like it's a impossible to get. Um, yeah. But anyway, let's let's go on with this this right. AE rye. So this AE rye in Caribbean rum cask is super sweet. Like it it has a sweet smell to it. It has which rye if you don't know rye is usually more spicy. Of a spicy, a peppery. Um, yeah, 
like no. a black pepper, like a, a heavy black pepper okay. flavor to it. Okay. Um, wheats are sweeter, and then corn is kind of like in between. Okay. Like, that makes sense. In between the two. But this drinks more right off the the beginning of the palate, like a wheat, like a very sweet candied wheat, but then finishes with a peppery burn. Mm-hmm. Um. And on the nose, it is you can pick up the rum. I mean, you you smell the rum, like yeah. that sweetness of yeah, that rum has. Um, and then on the finish, you just have this nice little burn. Yeah. So what they did, they take the rye whiskey once it's done, and then it's aged in uh, the charred oak barrels. Then they put it in rum barrels. Okay. So it picks up a different flavor than yeah. any other whiskey would. Does it say how long they they put it in a rum barrel for? Uh, I haven't found that yet. I've kind of been looking. It's here. Probably nine months. I did say I that they, the team that. Went to find which rum cast to use. Traveled all over the Caribbean. They t- did. Sam- they sampled over one hundred rums. That's a lot of rums. And in they ended one up night. With, they ended oh, up no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, to find out the right flavor. But the one they decided on it was unanimous. It doesn't say how Kraken. many. Was on the team Kraken. It was the Kraken. The Kraken rum. Yeah, Kraken rum's not bad. It's it a sweet one. It's very sweet. It's seventeen dollars a bottle because I almost picked one up yesterday. Yeah, it's not bad. Let's see. I'm, I'm looking at this hag here to see if it says anything. Blah, 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 blah. No, it just talks about the rye. Rye and vintage rum cask. Uh, 18 months. Oh, I was close. I ah. said nine. Yeah, right. 18 months finished in Caribbean rum casks. Re- uh, I said nine in, times in two, a, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a mentally complex whiskey, it says. It is mentally complex. Mentally. Um, yeah, so this is 100 proof, but it doesn't drink like it. No. this It's very smooth. Uh, on the nose, what are you getting? I already said what I was getting. I already, oh, I already I sampled it, it and gave my whole review on it and everything. Oh. Okay. Well, it says on the nose, it should be aromas of citrus, caramel candy, maple sugar, vanilla, oak, hazelnut, spice, and sherry wood. I don't get all of those. I don't get all those, but I get, I get the sweetness from the maple sugar and the caramel. Yeah, I get the, I get the, I don't, I get a little bit of citrus on it. Hmm. I don't get much citrus. But not, it's not like overwhelmingly citrusy. It's just kind of like. You know, but, someone took an orange and twisted the rind over top of the glass. What I like about this is it tastes like uh, I get a little of the oakiness of a whiskey. Yeah. But I get the sweetness of the rum. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll go with that. It's very mellow, very mild. This is something now, again, if you're listening, maybe you don't drink, you don't know whiskey. This is one that I would call a sipper. This is something you just pour a little bit. I would uh, maybe even pour this over the rocks. I don't know. I don't know. I think we should do a. I think you should chug the rest of that to the bottom. Uh, no, <laughs> let's <laughs> calm down there. <laughs> Plus, let's take it easy. <laughs> this is also a hundred dollar bottle. So, I mean, you're, whoa! You're home, All right, so. it was. There's a story behind that. Okay, I love to hear that story. Uh, well, I knew it was a hundred dollar <laughs> bottle. Uh, they also make one that you're is, sometimes here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Convenient. I'll sometimes tell it to you when you're sometimes here right now. They also make one in, in finished in port wine barrels. Uh, That's fifty bucks, and I've had that before, and okay. it's not bad. I saw this bottle for fifty bucks, half price, when I was traveling for work. I was way up north. Uh, grabbed it. Grabbed something for somebody else. I like two or three things, but this is the only one I bought for me. Rung it all up, paid, didn't even look, left. So the next day, Beth texts me, my wife, and says, uh, did you spend 100 bucks here? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, no. I go to my account, and I looked, looked at the receipt, and I went, huh, 
I paid full price for that. <laughs> I texted it, Martel. I texted like the Bourbon Hunter guys. I was like, dude, guys, I just found this fifty like half off. Oh, I could uh, flip this bottle, make money, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it, it stayed closed for a long time. Yeah, uh, and it'll remain here for a long time because it's almost <laughs> gone. Yeah, um, I would I would definitely pick up a bottle of this. Like I've been on the lookout for one, and I thought I saw one the other day, and I didn't. Um, it was the port finish. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't want the port finish. The port finish isn't bad. And that 50 bucks, it's, it's a solid buy, but it's nothing compared to this so flavor-wise. I, when it comes to Angel's Envy, I'm not a fan of just their straight rye. It's, okay. I don't, I don't yeah, like it's not, it. It's none, nothing to write home There are better ryes out there. There's hmm. better ryes out there for less, for less money. Okay. Um, but this one, if I saw this in the store, I'd definitely, I'd easily pick this up for a hundred bucks. It's, it's a great. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Wow. I just put a little water in Anything above a two and a half is a buy. Oh, yeah. okay. I got you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Three, like for us to give a four higher, it's got to be off the charts. Yeah. Like, it's life like, changing. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Which, it's really, good. really close. This is really close, but I'm going to get, I'm going to stick with a three and a half just because this, they're probably only running one, one batch of this. Oh, that's good with a little water. Is it? I'll put some in. Um, they're only going to probably run one batch of this. It's okay. not going to be something that's going to be mass produced. Um, it is a hundred dollars a bottle, which is fifty fifty to sixty dollars more than just their standard rye, and it's an availability thing. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, right. I'm with you at three and a half. I don't quite want I I, I don't quite want to give it a four, but it's daggone close. Oh, it's wow. real close. This this is one of my favorites we've ever sampled. Honestly, I really like it. I like the wow. sweetness of it. That's I've got a sweet tooth, so yeah. Oh, same. same. This yeah. is this is up there with the ginger infused. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, as far as like sweetness and it's really sweet. Hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So I there's our it. review. All right. For those of you that don't drink whiskey, you learned something today. <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot. I was like, yeah. <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> I don't know any of this. Now, I have another question to Mac. Yeah, what's up, brother? Are you German? What? Are you German? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. You were wearing socks with sandals. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where he was going with that because I can't see your feet. Yeah. I'm on the other side of the desk. Yeah, I'm rocking the socks with the flops, man. Nobody want to see these toes, bro. <laughs> Dude, I got caveman feet, but I'm also about comfort. It's like this, a German tourist. <laughs> I wore, I wore yeah. jeans in this T-shirt yeah. to church, but when I got home, I was like, jeans uh, off. <laughs> I love. I wear sandals to church. I will play barefoot most of the time. All right, but, uh, I would love it if you wore your "I hate people" shirt to church. I did. <laughs> oh, you did that? That the you first time I ever that? wore it. I've got a shirt. It's got a rainbow it's with like all these care bears around it, and real like <laughs> pleasant looking font. It just says "I hate people," <laughs> and I wore, I bought it to wear to church. And right. I wore it to church the first time I wore it. I was playing on stage. That's amazing. And uh, so I, I wear it. And I leave before my wife gets up. Well, she's watching the live streaming because the whole COVID thing. Yeah. So by the time I got off stage, I had a text from her that said, I can't believe you wore that to church. <laughs> I was like, I told you why I was buying it. So here's the funny thing, too. Our pastor, uh, Pastor Bill Hines, he gets up and gives his sermon, knocks out of the park. He started this whole series on uh, Would You Be My Neighbor? And it's it basically treating mm. how to treat people yeah. with everything going on, even right. on faith, like how we should be treating our neighbors, who is our neighbor. Yeah. But it's this whole thing. This whole first thing was who's your name? Like how do you treat your neighbor? I treat my neighbor like thing. he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have a you have a sour patch kid relationship with your neighbor. Yeah, I do. I, lo- I love my neighbor, but man, there are days that I would just like to slap the shit out of him. Mm. Like mm. 
you need Jesus. <laughs> or and a cheeseburger. You need, <laughs> apparently. You need Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, it was funny because after the, we do two services. So in between them, uh, Pastor Bill comes out and he looks at my shirt and he lost it. Really? He's rolling. He's like, dude, did you know I was preaching on loving your neighbor today? I said, no idea. He said, that's awesome. <laughs> he just thought it was hilarious. And my dad, my dad's like the first one to call me an idiot if I do something dumb. Yeah. He's like, quit being an idiot. Quit being a moron. Yeah. And when he came, he came to the first service in between, we were talking and he looked down, he saw it and he started losing it. So I was like, good shirt. <laughs> Worth the Nailed it. 23 bucks, whatever I paid. <laughs> and I saw that shirt before you bought it. And I'm like, I, I want to buy that shirt. Cause I, yeah. Randy likes people. I, I, no. I, I, I don't, I, I don't like people. Like I, I like my people. I'm cordial with everybody else. I'm not until even cordial. reason not to be. I'm not even cordial with anybody else. I am so <laughs> jaded. Maybe you want to hate your neighbors if you were such a crappy neighbor. Mm. I'm the best neighbor because I don't ask for shit. <laughs> I don't <laughs> ask anybody for anything. No, but you shoot arrows at their house and I at don't their even, dogs. I don't you even. shoot arrows at their house like Robin no. Hood? No. <laughs> no. no so, his neighbor accused him of that. Oh, really? yeah. so what, it, what, it, what? I'll give you the, the lowdown of what happened with Yes, this. please fill me in on this. So I've picked up archery. So over the COVID. Over the COVIDs, I picked up archery. My dad was into archery at one point. He had a fiberglass um, stick bow. I got it restrung, mm-hmm. and so I've decided to take up archery. So it's only got maybe a fifty pound pool on it. Not like the, even the draw is so light. Like if it's over thirty five, I'd be shot. It's over, I know it's okay. over thirty five. It's All between right. forty and fifty pounds. I'm almost okay. certain. I'd have to have it retested, but I'm almost certain it's over. It's it's over forty. And I think I think it's like fifty fifty five okay. somewhere in there. Um, so it's got like this. It's got a really light point. The arrows do not fly far. Okay. I mean, you got to aim. You got to aim high to right. full on Robin Hood. Like to get it, it <laughs> to get it to go. Because like, I I have I have stood at my deck and it's from my deck to the field is six hundred feet, and I have pulled that thing back full draw at a forty five degree angle into the air. Jeez. And it has only gone maybe 150 feet. Okay, got gotcha. you. So it's not it. It is not powerful. I can't. Hunt. I could hunt with it, but I would have to be within like two and a half feet close range. And I might as well just stab the deer in the back. Say <laughs> so that time, ah! choke him out, man. Yeah, just reach, <laughs> put him in a leg lock or something, right. arm bar, hoof bar, hoof bar. I think. I don't so. know. <laughs> um, but there's still legs. I think leg, 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 leg yeah. bar. Yeah, they're cracking me up today. Um, <laughs> this, but, is, this is our entire show. I so I, I started. I, I started kind of documenting, like yeah. shooting, like how bad I was in the beginning uh-huh. and how it's gotten better. And one of the shots I took, I didn't knock the arrow. Okay, I just held it in my hand. I had my cell phone in my other hand, like this, mm-hmm. or no, it was like this. So I knock. I didn't knock the arrow. The arrow's sitting between my middle finger and my ring finger. I grab the string and I pull back mm-hmm. so that this camera is on the left side of the of the bow. Okay. And I just took a shot. Like I just took a picture and I released and, and let it go. Um and then I just re knocked. But I so I'm face but I'm facing his house. And my house sits in front of his house. Yeah. So he sits probably another I don't know, seventy feet back further than where I'm at, maybe. Yeah, probably about that. So he sits okay. seventy feet further back. I'm coming straight out of my garage. And I have a uh, my septic system is a mound system, okay, which is just this gigantic four foot pile of dirt, and that's where all the shit goes. Okay, right on. Um, so I put down my target, and I'm aiming down at the ground because of just elevation, and I'm shooting down anyway. So I'm shooting down, and I'm not missing the bag. Like I'm not great. You're not that far, but I'm also only ten yards away. Yeah, <laughs> right on. So I'm just kind of psh, 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 and I posted the photo, and he lost his 
ever level on Facebook. Mind. On really? Facebook, <laughs> to which he accused me of shooting at his house first and foremost. To which I just told him to shut up. And then he's like, "Well, you're shooting where my dogs play." There's a cornfield between us. There's oh. a 75-foot cornfield between it's us. Like a, it's, I mean, it's not a thousand acres, but it's a decent strip of corn. It's, it's, it's got to be 75 feet. Yeah. yeah oh, wow. It's got to be 75 to 100 feet because you have to have 25 feet on each side okay. as far as easement and everything goes. So it's, it's probably closer to 100 foot. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I did shoot an arrow with a field tip, which is just a little point, okay. through the corn... It would ricochet off the corn and probably end up in the cornfield somewhere. It wouldn't even make it. Yeah, into his I don't yard. think you could shoot that through the cornfield. I couldn't get that through the cornfield. I wanted to well. with a, with a with that draw. So he said something else, and I just I'm I'm at the gym, so I'm in the middle of workouts, and I like check my phone in rest time, and mm-hmm. I just hit the voice. And I, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just posted. And, I'm just like, and I haven't talked to him since. Oh, got you. Okay, this was like a month and a half ago. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> it's, it's been a minute. It's been a, it's been a while. Typically, I shoot into my backyard, so uh-huh. I'll just come out of my garage and I'll. Set. Which behind you is a giant corn, like the bigger part. Well, of I, have, the I have a huge yeah, you yard, a... and then I have this another twenty acres of corn behind okay. me. Yeah, so right. nothing there. So there's corn. nothing there. So yeah, welcome to Ohio. Yeah, and I'm just and I'm out there shooting. Well, now I'm shooting with a crossbow. Okay, ah, sick, sick. So I'm, I'm twenty yards out, thirty. Well, I can't go more than seventy five feet. So because the, the arrow just yeah it dies dives into the ground, but. Mm. He like lost his ever loving mind about it, and I'm just like, interesting. Yeah, people be crazy. Treat your neighbors like Cry. you want to be treated. Mm. Well, how about your neighbors treat you like they want to be treated? And I just was like, hey, kiss my ass. <laughs> I'll shoot arrows at your house. <laughs> I'll, shoot, I'll shoot arrows into my house. Rifles at your house. Well, that's the other thing. He'll like, see what's up. Like yeah. he doesn't. He's a he's a former marine. Oh, okay, gotcha. So mm. and he doesn't like. Like I've said something about, you know, getting out my twenty two and setting up a backstop and shooting into that. And he's like, you know, a twenty two can travel two miles. I'm like, yeah, it can. As long as there's not something to impede its travel. <laughs> right, right. If right. it hits a, you know two miles on a twenty two, you need to have that thing shooting. I don't even I don't know if a twenty two I want to Google you, you go I, I, I Googled it already. I I, I double checked. <laughs> Did, Did the research. It, it's like a mile or two miles. It's something like that. It's something stupid. But he's always like, it'll travel two miles. And I'm like, I don't think it's that far, but it doesn't matter. Because it has to, there there can't be anything to impede its travel. Right. Like it can only go so far if it hits a tree. So, and there is a house like further behind me, but I'll, I'll shoot like to the opposite ends of of mm-hmm. that house, whatever it is, because they're up on a hill, and I'm down in the valley. <laughs> so I googled it and pulled me to a forum where somebody asked, "Anyone know the max range of a twenty two LR?" And the first response was. Depends on how far the target is. <laughs> good point. If you're hitting what you want to hit at 10 feet, it's 10 feet. It's 10 feet. But so, like, because I have an AR 15, I have shotguns, oh, okay. I have All rifles, right. I have a 22, 357, a, a, a 38, right. and they will go much farther than this 22 will. Okay. 22 yeah, is not, dude. Heavy and wind it, will knock a 22 down. Well, and it's a flesh wound <laughs> at 10 it's, it's a flesh wound at 10 feet anyway. I don't mm. want to test that theory. Well, you'd be the best person to test it on. Yeah. <laughs> It's a flesh you've, got, you've got body armor. <laughs> I do. But yeah, I'm looking it up. There's nothing saying a 22 will even travel a mile in, unimpeded. Um, I, yeah, I, that I'm finding. I but think anyway. it was on Wikipedia, I think, is where I saw it at. But yeah. either ah, okay. way, so he's, like, giving me shit about that. And I'm like, I would I would think you being who he is, former Marine. Yeah. Would this, just punch the bullet. 
Yeah, he would just swat he, it away like would, a fly. He would hear me <laughs> shooting, and he would come over to want to shoot, not tell me not to shoot on my own property. Like, because yeah. I live out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can. Sh- I don't want to have a hundred foot bonfire. I can put a hundred foot bonfire in and just. We should have a hundred foot bonfire. Yeah. I am not burning awesome. up that much in my yard. Mm. Pond. Ah, God, that needs, that needs filled in. <laughs> I tried to catch the pond on fire too. Um, two years ago, I have a pond that is. It's a swamp. It, oh, nice. It's, nice. More like a mud pit <laughs> um, with cattails, and I tried to catch it on fire two years ago. I walked out with my plumber's torch, and I just started, like, catching cattails on fire, trying to catch every – like, I just wanted to catch the whole thing on fire, burn it all down. Wow. It didn't work. Hmm. Wind kept blowing it out because it's windy where I live. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you're in the middle of nowhere. Because I'm in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. All right. So to Mac. Yo. Let's start talking. Since yeah, we haven't been for a half hour. <laughs> Are we going, has it been so, 30 minutes already? Uh, at least. Jeez. It's got to be. I don't know. Martel can see. He's, Martel's like the producer of this show. I'm just the nice. I'm the comedic we're, we're, relief in the pretty face. We're at 45 uh, minutes. 45. Already? There you go. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Well, uh, it's open form. I mean, we'll go four hours. It's just oh, we, 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 fun. We've done multiple fun. episode shows. We just talk, and if That's it's awesome. good, it's good. Yeah. yeah. And we put it out there, and... If and it's, it, bad, it's all we still unedited. Put it there. We, I don't edit anything. Quit playing for real. No. Yeah, that's we, awesome. Yeah. That's one of the stipulations of the show. It I is love complete, that. It's completely unedited. I whatever, love that. Yeah. whatever noise comes through, like mic noise. Yeah. Unless it's a huge like thump. Yeah. If it's something sure. that will like blow somebody's eardrums out, we I'll, I'll take that yeah, out. That's frowned upon. But we, yeah. Uh, yeah, we. Well, and that's one thing we've gotten good feedback on is people say I like your show because there's no agenda, there's no yeah. expectations, right. and you don't know. Like, I've got a Blade Runs on 80s podcast. Uh, it's doing very well. It's a great podcast, but it's always 80s. Uh, I like it, but I know what I'm getting. With us, I don't, sometimes we don't, I'll tell Martel, hey, I got a topic. Cool. But that's the end. <laughs> he may not get to it. That's the end. It, or, or yeah, I'll show up and he'll go, oh, dude, I got stuff to record on today. Let's go upstairs. Wow. And that's the extent of it until we hit record. Yeah. Wow. So it's just, yeah, we just. Uh, that's awesome. Guys. I was also recording about five minutes before we actually started the yeah. show. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, he always does. I hope you didn't say anything incriminating. I know, thinking about that. Like, <laughs> what did I, I talk about? <laughs> He's like, by the way, I got to go. So anyway, you, you had a show last night. I did. So yeah. one of the things I want to talk to you about, you are, you are a rapper uh-huh. for a living. Yes. Uh, you've been doing this full time how long now? I'm uh, going to put rapper in quotes, by the way, because you don't talk about all the stuff you <laughs> yeah. rappers talk about. Well, to, to his credit, say he said hip hop artist. I would uh, say you're that's more. Your, that's the Carlton in you coming out, ain't Yeah, maybe, oh, dude. It's, maybe it's a, all out nowadays. A lyricist or a rhymer. Oh, a rhymer. <laughs> <laughs> you're a musical rhymer. I'm a rapper. Hey, if I hear the, the lyrics musical, I'm a, something about being a musical rhymer in a or, future song, I will not be mad. You I, want credit. <laughs> No, I'm no. Nope. don't even need it. That's that awesome. one's for you. At this point, I'll just be like, "That was me." <laughs> that's our that's our gift for you coming and doing this. But you I had um, you one thing I want to talk about because yeah. we've talked extensively on our podcast how COVID's affected or not affected us. Like my work yeah. hasn't stopped because yeah. I travel around and work on army bases. That's awesome. I maintain facilities and and do projects there, so that hasn't stopped. Yeah, those facilities still need to be running. Right. Um, Martell has been working from home. I've been working from home since. What the fifteenth was the thirteenth of Friday? Yeah, he March. just he copies and pays that follow like, that following Monday I was at home. Dude, yeah. that's awesome. So he's still working, but so we've talked about how it's affected us. How has this affected you? Because I know at first it like shut you down. Yeah, man. Um, I, <laughs> I I I was actually in Ohio the weekend like everything happened because I, I had an upcoming show. So I got up here and had my trailer and all my gear, and then Sunday news was like, yeah, like basically the world stopping for a while. Yeah. 
And yeah, you know, it's it's affected everything, you know. So you were up here for a show. Yeah. Where are you where do you live or you don't have to tell us where you live, but sure. where are you from? How far away from home were you? I would have been 17 hours from home. So you drove all the way up here to work. So you drove and we're told all you, the way from yeah. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> that just confirmed it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, though, man. To be 17 hours from home yeah. and then here, yeah, you can't do what you get. So you don't work. You don't get paid. Right, exactly. I mean, you're not a salary guy. You're, right. you're an artist. So. Yeah, yeah. The way I try to explain it is I've had 27 events canceled since wow. March 13th. And so when people don't understand, it's like, well, imagine your job saying you're not going to receive 27 paychecks, yeah. right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially. So. And some people have dealt with that. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. We've seen that. But would you even be able to file unemployment for that term? I don't know how this stuff works. Yeah. I, I was I was doing some research on that, but for the most part, nah. Yeah. Oh, that's rough, man. I, d- I never thought about yeah. that part until. Yeah. I mean, you don't do shows, you don't get paid. As a, I was going to say, you're essentially self-employed. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you're. What, w, what 1099 right yeah, all that so jeez man so 27 man. shows so you're back at it now though yeah my first show back was july 3rd okay after everything happened back in march okay yeah. so what you had a show last night in columbus i did at the potter's house how'd that go so it, it went good <laughs> i already like <laughs> it i feel like, I already I like it. disclaimer right <laughs> but it's like you know like you, you used to be able to go to shows and like now it's like you know this one didn't but other shows are like they'll check your temperature at the door. It's hand sanitized everywhere. Some people wear masks. Some people don't. You know, some I'd people- love to see the Wall of Death mosh pit. <laughs> but one side's mask wearers and one side's not. Like they're mad at each other. And then that big drop. Boom. Yeah. Just fight to the death. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So like, are, do they, so you do shows in open floor plan places, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Do they make people space out, or is it just kind of a you're here, you're in risk kind of thing? You know, it's kind of like the reaction of, like, I feel like COVID, like, in general. Like, you have people that take it, like, extremely serious. Like So they kind of stay away from the yeah, crowd on their own. Not even coming to the show, you know what I well, mean? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, or if they do, they're all the way in the back. Well, and I was going to say, yeah. like, our church, our first service usually runs, like, 800 or 1,000 right. people. Yeah. We have, like, less than 200 coming, which we yeah. told people we're limited in, but it's right. weird. So I imagine your show, even the ticket sales have dropped. Yeah, exactly. So it, yeah. how does that play into the energy? Because well, I've seen your shows, and I know... You you are high energy. Oh, you man, I appreciate you it, go man. all the way up, and you're like, get up by the stage. You get people pumped. Right. That's got to be hard when people are standing like twenty feet apart from each other. <laughs> well, are the are ticket sales limited, or are they down, or both? Kind of both. You know, some places like, for example, like um, like I, I'm into Christian music, so I opened for an artist named Jordan Feliz uh, last month. An event like that would have had, a, I feel like, way more people. But you know. Due to the COVID, like, you know, there's people, like I said, there's people that's taking it very seriously. There's people that, like, COVID doesn't exist. It's not even real. So, but it's definitely affected, you know, the attendance numbers for sure. Like, last night, I did the same event last night, and what, was double, maybe triple the amount there last year that was there this year than this, than this year, you know? Yeah. And it just makes you just like, dang, you know, it's just that's crazy. Good. And yeah. I've played... I've played shows. I used to play for free, and then my last band I was in, uh, um, we nixed that. I feel we bad. just said, you know, we, we're getting older. We had families at that point. Yeah. Uh, that was the one before Derek. I played with Derek. Uh-huh. Um, but even still with Derek, we, we always got paid something, mm-hmm. except for one show, I think. Um, but it's really discouraging. Paid or unpaid is yeah. its own topic. But it is hard 
to give it your own when you go out there and see 12 people. So fortunately, being a no-name rapper, I performed a lot of empty rooms. So I was almost trained yeah, you, for this season of life. Dude, <laughs> I feel you. I, I guess I feel you because I played a lot of this. rooms too. And that, I guess that's what I like about you because I've seen you in front of 800 people and I've seen you in front of 30 people. And your energy is the same boat. Like your passion's there. So that's. Oh, man, I mean, that means a lot, bro. Well, I, that's, but I think that's what makes you unique because uh-huh. there are a lot of people, especially you want to talk secular artists. Uh-huh. There are people that won't perform unless certain stipulations are met. Sure. Yeah. So, what's your rider like? So, <laughs> <laughs> we actually had a rider for Fight the Years, how and many, it was dumb. How, how, how many pairs sense. of white sneakers do you need? And do you need all your M and N separated out in color? Yes, they must all be green. All green. <laughs> all green. It's always M&Ms. green, man. Always green. It's always, see, when when rappers are talking about yeah. getting that green, they're talking about M and M's, not money. I actually oh. heard a story about that. That's not like I don't know if it's legit or not, but you know why they did the green M M&M and M stipulation to make sure that people were reading yeah. the ride. Yeah, to make sure exactly. people were reading the ride. A lot of people don't know they, they just thought know. they were being nope. divas, and it was you like know who no. did that. No, if I recall correctly, it was uh, Dave Grohl, Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. even before them. Was oh, it? Really? It, was done, it was done, and I believe it was done by. I want to say it was like the Who or Zeppelin or, okay. or one of them. Yeah. It could be. We like don't care back, enough yeah, to Google. Right. Back in Cause, the 70s. Because when the story's told, it's like, oh, man, rock stars are divas. It's like, no, they were just making sure you were actually if reading. you got the yeah. Skittles the right or the M&Ms. Yeah, they knew you were They actually, know you're paying attention to more yeah. important things. Yeah. yeah. So. so some of the some of the writers are. are sure. There's some, some of the Mariah Carey's out there. <laughs> like, I know there was one. one it might have been Mariah or oh. some female artist. It was like, I have to have 100 lit candles. They must all be white. They must be like. <laughs> That's excessive. If, they, that's if that's what you're boring. doing to yeah. make sure they're reading it, that's excessive. Like, like say three candles. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he goes further than that. I can't remember who it was. It's a. It was a rapper. He wanted white tennis shoes, a white suit, and a, either a white Lamborghini or limousine. What? Waiting for him. What? That's yeah. racist, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you that was him. Well, he, he, he was wearing black socks. <laughs> wearing black socks with flip flops. That's why he wanted shoes, man. He, he, he can, that, that's what you need to do. Put it in your rider. I want white shoes, so you can roll it in flip flops. Yeah. Put on whatever shoes, <laughs> and then just leave with them. Yeah. He's going to ask you for the shoes back, right? See, slip ons. You can have the whole. You can have a. You can have a second trailer full of shoes. Yeah. White van slip on. Just because Dude, that's there you genius. Go. Man, we, yeah. we're you, hooking you up. Yeah, Yo, you guys are taking it. I'll start I'll start writing your writer here. We'll have it printed by the time you're done. Yes. Yeah, I mean it'll, email it'll be, it to you. That would be amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah, so it's good that you're getting back. So are you back yeah. to performing as often or is it still No It's I gotta at, be slow still. I, you know, I keep like my calendars and everything from every year. And this time last year during the stretch, I had twenty two shows. And during the same stretch of this year, I have six. You know? So it's just, it's very I expected maybe half. That's, no, it's, that's a yeah. drastic drop. Yeah. And I'm like, talking 25% or so of the shows. Right? Yeah. And, and so Jeez. it's more downtime in between. You know what I mean? It's just, it's weird. So when you're, where, where you're performing, is it mm-hmm. more like churches or is it more like, it I don't d- know, industrial based style warehouse? <laughs> <laughs> How many foam pit raves have you done? I'm trying to think of the most random place I've done a concert now. Like, you know was I mean? it a bounce house? <laughs> yeah, there was bounce houses there. <laughs> I mean, I know you've done, I've yeah. seen you at festivals. Yeah. I've, I've seen you. I followed, like, I've seen you at a festival and yeah. I've seen you uh, that you've gone to festivals. Yeah. And I've seen you at small churches. Mm-hmm. And Well, I just know that most, like, concert venues are closed still. Like, yeah, concert venues sure. yeah. and comedy yeah. store, like, comedy venues, those places are still right. closed. Like, they're not, they're not right. even allowed to right. open because of, you know, right. the I saw a meme last night that said AMC Theaters is opening up. 
I think like September first, and they're doing tickets for a quarter. Oh no no no! Ooh. But Next then it said week. it Next said week. Somebody put tickets quarter. Uh, popcorn nine dollars. Soda eighteen dollars. COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, this thing will get your money. AMC's opening up on I think on the twenty fourth. Seriously? Yeah, twenty fourth. They're trying to open a hundred theaters across the U.S. Wow. For fifteen cents. They don't make they don't make their money on the tickets anyway. It's all on the concessions. It's all in concessions. But yeah, they're trying to they're trying to ticket prices will be fifteen cents. So will these be like new movies or is this fascinating? You're getting all kinds of ideas today. Right? You thought you were just gonna come talking kick some, it another some creepy fat dude's so, basement. <laughs> along the lines of concert venues yeah. in the UK, they did a concert, an out, outdoor concert. They set up these platforms uh-huh. that six people could sit in. Okay. Spaced them out. That, yeah. Spaced them out. Okay. And then it was a big open arena, but big they, open, it just had certain. It, it, just, it looked like a bunch of little like pods, little yeah. okay. private stages that okay. people could. You know, you, you could, could go to an outdoor concert and and be able to sit and watch the concert. I mean, it still had all the production and everything. And they, yeah. So yeah, it would have been a idea. different experience, but you still at least get to go to a concert, get out, see right. an artist you like, or right. even uh, Garth Brooks did a drive-in theater. Drive-in theater, yeah. Okay, they did, they should now, that, that, I did, that I didn't like. You kiss my butt on that one because you're paying a premium to go see Garth Brooks. I want I want to see him in person, projected <laughs> up on the big screen. Right. I don't want to see him projected on the big screen. Standing in well, his yeah, backyard. Well, yeah, because I can watch that from YouTube at home. Can, right, yeah. right. I've got a 55 oh, so he's not there? No. No, oh. no, no, no. It was no, just no. him on the screen. Yeah, it was him at a. Yeah, it was him at a, at a venue somewhere that no one was at. What? Dude, they sold doing, out. Doing his performance. Sold out drive throughs Oh, yeah, sold out drive throughs Quit playing with yeah. my emotions. <laughs> that's wild. But, it's, I mean, it's Garth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's he like, is. the dude literally went, I'm going to quit music and focus on my family. Came back 20 years later and immediately it's sold still. out and arena tours <laughs> <laughs> across the nation. Like, it's Garth. It's like anybody's going to watch the Derek Radcliffe band with me and Derek and some guys up on a screen. I'd have to pay I'd them to get them there. I, well, I would watch it. Especially. You'd probably be part of it. <laughs> if you were in town, I'd just call you. If, if you could get Meet Derek and Music Derek together. Oh. Me, Derek, running concessions. Yeah. Music, Derek. We'd be up on stage. Well, Dude. you don't have to be up on stage. That's <laughs> uh, if Meet Derek's there, I'm probably not on stage. Yeah. I'm probably eating brisket. I feel that. I yeah. Feel so, that. so where was? What's the most unique place you've ever done a show? Okay, I got this. You got right. it. All right. All right. So it's a little story to it, right? Okay. I we did got this. We I got, got all, all the time. I did this small indie tour, and it would like take like small Christian bands trying to you know learn about touring and stuff. And so you don't get you didn't get paid for anything. The only, the only money you made was it was your an mer- internship. Yeah, basically, <laughs> the only money you made was the merchandise you sell, which was none. So, <laughs> so you got to sell a lot yeah. of fanny packs to make it worth your time. Yeah, exactly, a lot of fanny packs. And he does have fanny packs. I do. I, I love do. it. I do. I think you should start doing the socks and slippers. <laughs> socks and socks with flats, bro. There you go. Um, so they don't they don't tell you like where the show is going to be until you get there. So we pull up. <laughs> so they're just like, hey, <laughs> we want to di- get you on this tour so you know what it's like to tour. And what we mean is you're going to know what it's like to not get paid, not know where you're going, not know what your dressing room is like. Really, it was just setting up for real life in general, <laughs> you know. So we're going to go ahead and make this the worst experience. So yeah. you've done it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so, so go ahead. So we pull up to this, like, desolate area. And it's like a single road for, like, two miles. I'm like, man, where are we going, bro? And then we... Like to the right of us, it's like this private like jetway for like a private plane. So I'm like, all right, this is interesting. We pull up, bro, and it's this giant like Bruce Wayne mansion. 
And I'm like, Dang. oh, snap, son. And so, like, the part of the tour is like, yeah, we'll give you shows. We'll also give you places to stay as well. So I'm like, I'm about to sleep in a mansion <laughs> for the first time in my life. So we walk inside this mansion, and the dude's like, hey. You would have you really been like Carlton. I know, right? <laughs> Literally Carlton. And uh, the dude that owned it, he was like, yo, welcome. We're so happy to have you here. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, we're all the guys. And he was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you guys are going to be staying in the treehouse in the backyard. So we're like, ha, 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 ha. And he was like deadpan, like serious. Like, dude, he had 15 dudes sleeping in a clubhouse Shut in up. his backyard of his mansion. But what, he, what you don't mention, though, is the clubhouse is like this 2,200 square foot, six no, bedroom. No, no, it was a kid's treehouse. <laughs> it was a kid's tree. It was, it was two stories, but it was a kid's treehouse. That's funny. <laughs> and we performed behind the treehouse the next day <laughs> to like 15 of his friends. <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, that's good i went to him like yo i'm about to sleep how the one percenters live to like sleeping in a treehouse no, where the kids like, hang out yeah. during I the day slept behind the mansion <laughs> i slept behind the mansion yeah. i don't know if y'all know this but so, i saw a mansion one time <laughs> i saw one yes you just posted a castle the other day on instagram <laughs> I, yeah i did or facebook yeah wow. yeah well i drove i was driving and i'll always if i'm done working and heading home or something yeah i'll be like how do i get from like toledo to circleville Without touching a freeway. The most obscure way possible. So I'll literally go, hey, because my work phone's an iPhone. I'll be like, hey, Siri, navigate to Circleville, Ohio. It pulls it up. And then I'll make the map bigger and say, okay, what's the next closest small town? Yeah. And then I'll redirect to that town and just see where it takes me. And I'm just driving along. Four-way stop. Nothing but corn around me. No other traffic. All right. Tells me to turn left. I turn left. And I look to my right. And there's this giant castle. Like Quit a full-fledged playing. castle. And I found out it's one of the Piat castles here in Ohio. That's awesome. uh, that they gave tours to uh, up until last year. Oh, seriously? Ah, yeah. uh, so you just but it's a legit the castle. I was just like, dang, yeah, just, just peeking awesome. through some trees. So I just, like, <laughs> I pull over, roll my window down, take a picture. There are several that's small awesome. castles throughout Ohio. There, there's a castle here in uh, Circleville, actually. Seriously, that you can stay in. It's a very tiny one. There's, but they're legit. We we don't consider McDonald's a castle. <laughs> uh, what no, about White Castle? Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say this castle is white. And it's on twenty two. <laughs> there is, actually, you're gonna pass it when you leave out of town. Well, I'm getting a crate case. Hey, hey, there, the you, road. there you go. Thirty <laughs> sliders. I got a, a neighbor who works for White Castle. That's a good man. He's not. A, he's not not working the line. He's one of the architects. What? Dang. Yeah. He's that's, one of the engineers that that's helps awesome. design the buildings and blueprints out the buildings for all the restaurants. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, so now this tour with the, the – I'm going to call it the treehouse tour. The tour. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the tour of White Castle. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. down for that tour too, though. <laughs> no, the, right. Uh, I don't even need a tour. I just need to give me food for free. <laughs> right. Um, no, there's this uh, treehouse tour. Yeah, yeah. So what was the best place you played at on that thing? Because it sounds awful. Man, dude, so it was so random, bro. Like, this was – 2011, like I was like a lot younger. That's so. when I was skinnier. <laughs> Not skinny. So skinnier. I, 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 yeah, I feel that. I'll, I'll give it to you. But uh, I would say it wasn't like worse because of the situation. It was just worse. Like I, I feel like I was about to die. 
that was a w- weird setup. So, <laughs> so Mark, Tom and I both were like, "Go so, on." So right. you had to jump out of a plane without a parachute, yes, and get over to a guy who had a parachute, <laughs> or else you couldn't perform. It was a time, and then you had to time. perform behind the parachute the next night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I like. I, I enjoyed it, man. It was a fun podcast, man. This is all we do. We Yo, I dig it. We just like having fun. That's why we do it. Yeah. I like it a lot, man. We don't have any listeners, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm not even going to upload this. By the way, we're just sitting. When, I'm not even recording. That's all prop. That's, that's all prop real. stuff. That's that's something from a Ghostbusters movie. It does look like the Ghostbusters <laughs> thing. Yeah, that's awesome. But um, yeah. So it was like this uh, soup kitchen concert, which is dope. Like I love that. But they used to serve okay, food. Soup kitchen concert sounds like the. Uh, Audi version of Johnny Cash playing prisons. <laughs> like, like, I ain't cool with going to prison, but I'm doing a soup kitchen. Right, right, right. But I bet it would be cool, though, because people there just, they need some entertainment. Yeah, I bet right, they were into right? it. So I was all about it. That part was awesome. But the thing is, they would serve the meals at noon, which at that city was like one of the hottest parts of the day. And so they served everybody outside. So, like, everybody oh, in the geez. soup kitchen was, like, sitting on the shade on the roof. And they had us perform on the blacktop. Oh. So there's no shade. The sun, the blacktop's absorbing all the heat, right? Yeah. So I get out there and I like had to go like first, which is cool, you know what I'm saying? I'm used to performing to empty parking lots, but I'm not used to performing. <laughs> he literally just about to set up a Walmart. To a 90 degree parking lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to right. 120 degree right? parking lot. And I was a bit heavier at the time too. Yeah, you lost some weight. Oh, thanks, bro. I appreciate that. What do you mean, thanks? It's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> when me and you was on that show, here's the thing: we did this youth camp together, and I was like running the camp. So we start off the first thing on stage, and he does a song, and I go up, and him and I are kind of welcome camp. <laughs> and they told I told people like, hey, whoever sends me the funniest picture or meme or whatever yeah, you make yeah. regarding camp, by the end of the week is going to win soccer. Yeah. It's like free camp next year or something. And somebody took a picture of me and him and said, I didn't know they was going to have DJ Khaled and uh, Rick, Rick Ross, Ross. <laughs> at this bro, camp. Because I was wearing a toboggan. Looking like, they said I looked like I DJ Khaled. a big beard. And dude. he had a big beard. And he was heavier. Bro, dude. I was dying. I, I went straight to him where they said to me. I was like, dude, we got to put this on, on screen for the whole camp to see. I love, that kid won. That was like on Tuesday. Nobody else had anything good. We have a front runner, guys. Oh, man. But anyway. But, um, so you're on, you're on the blacktop yeah. of the soup kitchen. It's noon. Sun's like directly above me, you know, the, the black top is absorbing all this heat and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm high energy, right? So I'm going in, you know, like there's no tomorrow. I get like two songs in and I'm, <laughs> I can't see straight anymore. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, Whoa, what's going on? And I was like, yo, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got to cut the show. And I remember like stumbling to inside of the building and just collapsing. Oh, dude. You, just collapse. Totally dehydrated. Yeah. You? Dehydration. Yeah. yeah. So I've never experienced that before. Hopefully never experience it again. So that was probably the worst. I was going to say, stop. Randy asked for your worst and we thought the treehouse one was the worst. <laughs> no, well, I mean, one, that one was at least you didn't pass out. <laughs> yeah. At least I didn't almost die. That was one know? of the craziest, but my pride yeah. died that night sleeping in a kid's treehouse. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, <laughs> well, they're playing with Derek Radcliffe band. We got a call for an outdoor festival up yeah. outside of like Bell Fountain or something here in Ohio. And it was like August. Okay. Bell one of those Bell Fontaine. Uh, it's one of those August days where the heat index is like 101 or have something. Have mercy. So we get up there to set up. I think setup was at like and sound check was at like 12 or 12:30. Yeah. So we drive, and I knew going into this, we're going to make like 50 bucks. I feel it's that. just not going to be good. But one <laughs> of the guys that. that was running it kind of knew us. One of the guys that was headlining it really knew us. Uh-huh. And they're like, "Hey, we need a spot filled." I'm like, "Screw it." 
Jason, my buddy who was playing lead guitar at the time with us, uh, his mom lived like half hour from this place. So he's uh, like, we'll just chill there until it's time or whatever, you know, and love his mom. So I said, cool. Dude, we get up there, and we're setting up, and by the end of setup, my shirt's soaked. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> it, it's they said it was 101. I think it hit like 104 that day. Oh, man. We do sound check. Sound sucks and all this. We're like, screw it. So we go to Jason's mom to get cleaned up, yeah. chill in the AC for like four hours, whatever, until we have to head back. So we do that, have a good time, hang out with his mom. Uh, got to meet his grandpa, which was hilarious because his grandpa's one of those old dudes that just don't care anymore. Oh, yeah. And they we're sitting like there it talking. Is. <laughs> we're sitting there talking. We're tired from the sun. We're tired from the trip. Most of us are half asleep, and he starts telling stories, and he gets done telling one of these stories. And Jason's laying on the floor half asleep because he's heard grandpa's stories for years. Uh -huh. you know? And Jason's grandpa's on one of the metal fold-out chairs. He gets done telling the story, and rips with the loudest old man fart I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and we all just kind of did like the – like. Did that happen? Yeah, you know, or am yeah. I half asleep dreaming this? Yeah. But Jason, he's like one of these guys that if something's funny to him, he'll lose it. He went from half asleep to sitting up fully, like jumping up, and his eyes are as big as saucers. Like, <laughs> you know, his face was fresh. Like, did you guys hear what my grandpa just did? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we went back to that stage and we played, I think, like a 40 minute set. Oh, wow. Half hour, 40 minutes, dude. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. I said, never again. Yeah. I'm, and, and actually, I wasn't even this fat then, but. I can't do that kind of heat and play. The energy is like you get zapped. Bro, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. dumb. It's I, I know the feeling because one time when I was at band camp. I got nothing. You ain't walked the same since. <laughs> well, oh, my goodness. <laughs> that flute. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, my it's goodness. It's a trombone that'll get you. Yeah, it is. Wow. But the, uh, yeah, make yeah, it that far. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is the norm. <laughs> now you might start listening while you're driving, but we are just dumb. This is awesome, man. So so what's next? Yeah. What's, so what's next for Demac? Like as far as like concerts, well, anything. anything. What do you got? What do you so, got coming up? What are you looking yeah. forward to? Yeah. What is your five year plan? What's my five? Where year do you plan? see yourself I in a decade? Question. I know. Me the too. That's why I asked it. Because I said five years ago that I was going to be moving south, and my boss looked at me at the time. She goes, "So you're not going to work here?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, now you can work from home." So sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, now my boss told me I can move to Texas. That's awesome. There you go. Well, I think one thing that's taught me uh, this, well, this year has taught me a lot of things, actually. But one thing I learned this year is, man, is like you can make plans, but things can change in like a day or a weekend. You know what I mean? So as far as like this Demac thing, like right now I, I have long term goals, but right now I'm just focusing like on the short term because that might not even be here, you know, yeah, in a month a or so. Um, like I said, with, with 27 cancellations, being an independent artist, people don't, people don't know what that means. Like, that means you do not have a third party, um, backing you. So there's no record label. There's no management. There's no angel investors. Like, you basically eat what you kill. You know what I mean? So with 27. Roadkill. Roadkill, exactly. A lot of rodents. A lot of roadkill. <laughs> Anything you can find living out by the treehouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. The neighbor's dog that Martell shot. I did not shoot you shot a dog, dog no, bro? Well, the arrow? The arrow? Yeah. <laughs> well, trust, trust me. If I had the opportunity, I would yeah. take that dog out. But It's a mean dog. This is a dog just constantly barking. Oh, that is annoying. That is annoying. It's a German Shepherd. It's just constantly. I feel that. I, feel I that. can't walk outside. If the corn's up, the dog can't see me, so it's cool. It's cool right now. But when the corn's down, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't go outside and check my mail. I can't shoot an arrow. Well, the... <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So you're, yeah. So I, you know, then again, that's something I've been paid to play music. Uh -huh. 
some people say the definition of a professional is getting paid to do it. I right. get paid to listen to music. Um, that's <laughs> awesome. That's because I just do it while I'm working. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. All right. I like that. Yeah, yeah but program. you know, like I've I've got my paycheck coming in. Yeah. So if I don't have a show, which right now I'm not playing yeah. out anywhere, but um, that's something you know that most people probably don't think about for a small independent artist. Uh-huh. A lot of these big artists that are quote unquote, I'm doing the air quotes. You guys can't see it. We're all in it together from their yachts, but not <laughs> yeah. worried about missing 27 shows. Right, right. You're going, I can't even put gas in my tank and right. get a meal right. if I don't play these 27 right. yeah. shows. So it's really strange. Yeah, you don't, yeah. I mean, you don't have a staff behind you. No. You don't have, yeah. Yeah. you're alone on the road. Yeah. No roadies? No, I mean, it depends, like, groupies? It's no, fu- I know you, I know you've got, and you <laughs> yeah, post, definitely not that. You post pictures of your You family. see my face? There's no groupie problems at the, the Mac show. <laughs> not one. <laughs> uh, I, I've actually got a funny story about that. So, Derek Rackliff Bam's playing the main stage at Circleville. Yeah. Uh, what was this, 2015, 16, whatever. And, Usually, like, there's a decent looking guy, you know. But, he's a nice like, dude. Yeah, I like him. Oh, he's a nice dude. I do. Think. <laughs> I think I have. Um, I'd, I'd kiss him again. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, but, but, uh, actually, he wanted to be here today when he found out you were coming. Oh, really? He was at church this morning. We played worship together, and you should he, shoot him another text. Yeah. He should, uh, I will. I'll, I'll say come over. But, um, but so, anyway, so we're playing on stage, uh-huh. and I look to the right, like almost backstage. Uh-huh. Now, we have our church people out there, our friends, our family, my wife, my kid. Yeah. Because uh, Judd went more than time. They're all down there. My parents are watching us. They're singing the songs with us because we did some covers. We did some uh-huh. originals. And we're playing in front of all the pumpkin shows. So anybody stops or anybody walking by hears us. And it's cool. We're going. Right, right. And I look down, and there's this, there's this girl there, pretty girl, about my age. Okay. And she's kind of like motioning to me. And I'm like, what is she? I didn't recognize her. Uh-huh. Again, our church is huge. Maybe it's somebody I don't really know well. Sure. But she said something. And finally, between one of the songs, I went over to the edge of like, the steps. I said, hey, what's up? And Derek's talking about something. Or doing a, they're doing something. They're playing a lead riff or something. Okay. I said, what's up? She goes, and she not goes, you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> she said, she, I couldn't hear her. She said, my mom likes you. And I went, what? And she goes, my mom likes you. And she pointed Whoa. to this like middle-aged, heavy-set woman. <laughs> And when I looked at the woman and I saw her, she like immediately looked embarrassed. So I blew her a kiss and she was like three people away from my wife. And uh, so Beth saw it all and she lost it. But yeah, this woman got all embarrassed and she said, and the girl, cause, uh, I never wear a ring when playing, especially, uh-huh. which I haven't worn a ring now for a while cause it yeah. rolled over the stove at the place we moved out of and I left it. Oh, the struggle. Uh, my wife, it was a, one of those $12 rubber rings. <laughs> Beth was like, meh, <laughs> you ain't going anywhere. Just but, get a tattoo. Like I, I, I want to. But oh, yeah, nice. she was like, are you single? I That's said, awesome. I said, no, I'm sorry. I'm married, but I, I have dinner with you. <laughs> you, you pay for it. Yeah. You want to buy me a meal? Can I bring my wife and kid? <laughs> but that was the, the only time I was like, somebody likes the fat, hairy bass player. It's like somebody's mom. Yeah, I don't no. even get moms though. That's the thing. Like I get nobody Man, in my shows. A bunch so, of no. racists at your shows. No. <laughs> No groupies at my shows, bro. No, yeah, so they do not exist. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're on the road full time. I love seeing a lot of your stories from the road. But oh, one thing man. that I really like is when you post the pictures of your family. Mm-hmm. And when I say family, I mean the the, the whole blood, stick, and water thing. Yeah. I used to put a lot of value and weight in that, but it's not true. Mm. For you don't minute, have I to be you were talking about bloods and crips. Yeah. <laughs> you said the whole bloods. Bloods and crips. I went. No, 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 not, not that. But he'll post pictures of like, hey, these people are my family, yeah. and they're not biologically. But you're right. going, these are people that I know, I trust, I love. Yeah, and it's cool to see that you have that around. 
Yeah. I mean, now you know where I live, so you got a place to stay here. Oh, man, thanks, We got bro. a queen-size bed on the third floor. It's, that makes that makes it sound like a huge house. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the basement. <laughs> and we're going to put you in the attic is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're welcome. But, no, like, it's finished up there. And, but when Beth and I moved here, cause uh-huh. we, we had all four of us, me, wife, and two boys, in a one-bedroom apartment just down the road here. Okay, all right. And when we moved here, I was like, man, this is a place we could open up to people that are traveling. Yeah, so, man, that's amazing. But it's cool to see that you have that because, and that's probably been a blessing for you because I can yeah. imagine losing 27 shows. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's it's a lot It's not like shows. you can afford it's, just to go stay at hurtful. hotels for 100, 100 right, 150 bucks a night. You just can't ball out like that. Actually, there was a one of the shows um, that I did was through a church last month, and they actually – um, that to support, they actually because they knew how many cancellations I had. They, one, they paid me extra, and two, they put me in a hotel for like a few days. So oh, nice! That was, that was that's that's like so when we talk about family, like they that's weren't my up. blood, but that's definitely that's, family. Oh, yeah. You know what I that's mean? That's what family does for family. Real talk, real talk. Shout yeah. to Life Point in Kansas, Oklahoma. They wow. Rex, you crazy dude, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Rex listens to the Buckhorn yeah. podcast. <laughs> some, some, a nice Christian guy in Kansas, <laughs> Oklahoma. I didn't even know Kansas, Oklahoma was a place. I didn't either. <laughs> we went to my my wife's. Cousin cousin's uh, graduation party yeah. last week and i think and i said i haven't seen this kid since she was like eight because uh-huh. they moved to pennsylvania and i was asking her mom i said jess what schools page you going to and she said it's the university of california and i was like oh, oh i applied to you see she's like no wait it's university of california of indiana pennsylvania i mean, <laughs> Indiana and Pennsylvania. <laughs> I said, no, hold on. I said, hold on. I said, I know there's an Indiana, Pennsylvania, because I have friends that live out there. Okay. There's an actual town called Indiana, Pennsylvania, All right. which is dumb. Why would you name your city? And anyway. Yeah. Because um, it was dumb. But, yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> California, Pennsylvania is also a city. So she's going to University of California, Pennsylvania, but it's not associated with the UC. You'll wow. It was like all confusing. That's I was a lot like, of stipulation. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, couldn't she just go to DeVry? <laughs> Columbus State. <laughs> it sounds like a community college. It might. I don't know. It might be. But mm. I, I'm assuming it, if it's got to have three state names in it <laughs> and you've never heard of it, it's probably not big. But right. That's where she wanted to go. Huh. All right. That or, I think she wanted to go to OSU. But that's what she picked. I was like, I just never heard of, never heard of that. California, Pennsylvania. Same. I want to get back on this. What, what is next for Demac? Yeah, man. Type of thing. So, because I'm a problem solver. Yeah, you're a problem causer too. Uh, yeah, I cause I like problems that. too. I, I, I like do both. That. I I cause problems to solve the problem. Uh-huh. Um. So, you've had you've had a, a bunch of cancellations. Uh-huh. Have I'm gonna put you on the spot at this point? Yeah, man. Let's um. Do it. Let's chop it up. So with like YouTube and Twitch mm. and Mixer and all of that stuff, mm. have you looked into those for? Kind of opportunities to be able to spread your, spread your message, sure. get your get your music out, other than Spotify or right, and or, right. or and do more so live recording. I'm going to call them live recordings, mm-hmm. but record a recording, put mm-hmm. it up there, and and do those things to try to monetize on on that on those platforms. Yeah, so I actually have a friend. Um she's in LA now and with the YouTube and like TikTok route, it's that's basically the the strategy is to become a brand. Like you can be a music artist at heart, but the the plan is to establish yourself as a brand first right. or as an influencer as it's called. So once you build that online presence, 
um, you will be able to generate more views, which leads to, you know, better monetization. Cause right. if you're a no namer, who's going to watch your videos and you're not going to make enough off the views you do get oh, to, yeah. for it to matter. You know you're, what I mean? You're preaching the choir on that. <laughs> yeah, the indie struggle, right? So we're, we're an independent podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you but know we the, don't put any effort into our stuff. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I, I haven't, I barely or rarely ever post anything other than maybe a photo here and there to our Instagram account. Right. And I hardly ever post anything to our stories. I feel that. Yeah. I feel ever. that. I'm just really, yeah. I'm just too lazy. Well, no, I understand. We kind of, with it. I understand. We kind of, it's, it's like the quote unquote grassroots campaign, but mm-hmm. for us, we built from the ground up to yeah. where we want to be, which was just doing a podcast. We have no, there's people no ask me, of yeah, I, I have people, oh, right we were about like six, six months into this. Somebody said, Hey, I've been listening, blah, blah. What do you guys want to do to grow? I don't care. <laughs> I uh, like that. He's like, what do you mean? What's your next episode? I don't know. Uh, I show up to Martell's, we hang out, and we, and we talk. It and Literally, we have, podcast. That's we, it. I love it. We've been paid in alcohol. Yeah. We've, we've literally <laughs> gotten... We've had people send us their whiskey or bourbon. That's awesome. We've had said, distil- hey, yeah, we've had distilleries send us this. alcohol. Um, That's super we awesome. We had a, a meadery in Columbus uh-huh. um, uh, give us mead to taste on the show. You yeah, know, things like that. Bottles. Three bottles. Like, th- not like uh, little bottles. And those like are 20 some like dollars so. a piece. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's... You know, it's been fun, but we just do it for us. And I think that's maybe that's why I, we're quote unquote passionate about it. We we try to make sure yeah. we always record a show. Yeah. Right. We try to make sure that it's fun. Right. I'm because, having a blast personally. This is yeah. Awesome. Everybody comes on our show. Loves it. I don't know if the listeners do. <laughs> yeah. I think we've only had maybe two shows that I didn't like. Oh, okay. So they just kind of were like, meh. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But most of the time, here's the thing too, man. With most, with the media out there, with Facebook, with mm. most. There's political podcasts out the wazoo. Right. There are great Christian podcasts. There's 80s podcasts. There's all these pointed podcasts. Um, There's sports podcasts. But ours is just, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like a Cracker Jack prize. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea where we're going. I'm on here today, so this is awesome. (laughs) You showed up, and and I was like, uh, you're like, I never really listened. We had no agenda. We didn't tell you what to say. You came downstairs and sat from a mic, and we hit record. Yeah. I mean, I going. actually, I, I came with a list of stuff that happened this week, and we ain't even touched that yet. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I said awesome. yet. Uh, I, I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, what what time got, you got to leave? Dude, uh, let's, we could do this all, all night, day. Man. Okay. Well, anyway, so like, yeah. back to the you know the original. Yeah. So, what's the? I guess you know. Back to that original question. Yeah. So where are you at with that? Like, are you? Right. Are, is it something you're looking into, or something you're you're not looking at right. doing? Or yeah. So as an independent artist, once again, like I think when you you have to find what works for you. You know what I mean? So like I looked at you know like maybe becoming an influencer. You know, and building like that online presence so so that can generate you know views and streams because Spotify you have to get. You get like point zero zero like seven cents every time you get a stream. So unless like a million people are playing your stuff, you're not. Y'all start get, listening. Yeah, you're not going to get paid. Everybody needs to look up the Mac right. on Spotify. Yeah. I hit play and turn your volume down even. Yeah, you, you ain't got to listen. <laughs> just to let it, it roll. Just play it. Just play it. I'm, I'm not going to be offended. I got multiple computers. I can yeah. do that. Yeah, I will not be offended. Same, same thing with YouTube though. Like views. Like yeah. unless you have like that influencer brand presence, you're not going to you know make money that way. Right. right? So I you. So those are times I had to be honest with myself. Like, I mean, I'm a nice guy, but, like, I'm not, you know, Justin Timberlake. I'm not Nelly. You know, like, a million people aren't going to want to check me out. You know what I mean? I made peace with that. I'm good with that. But, but you don't know that, though. <laughs> maybe. Well, okay, maybe. Because I, I, will say, say, I will say, now, you can't, they're, right now, 
well, TikTok's ended up getting banned in the U.S. That's what I've been hearing, yeah. But, so, and there's, but there's no money to be made on TikTok. There's yeah. no sponsorships or anything like that to be right. on, made on TikTok. I have a nephew. Uh-huh. He has six or seven hundred thousand followers on TikTok. Crushing it. He has 200 on Instagram. Fascinating. Isn't that weird? That's, that's fascinating. I'm having a hard time. That's the difference between it. an influencer on a platform and right. a celebrity. Yeah. Because right. a Justin Timberlake, he his, could get followers on anything. On any right. platform. His name's there. They're going to follow Yeah. Him. Justin Bieber, you know, I, it, some of the bigger pop names. Yeah. That's really And I've seen that, too. You, you go on somebody's Instagram. I've seen people with 1.2 million followers on Instagram. Right. They have nothing else. Yeah. There's no Facebook presence. You well, know. Like, even, even us. So, for instance, we have... 212 followers on Facebook. Hey, what's up, y'all? Okay. Y'all got more <laughs> that, fans than me. That, well, that don't <laughs> mean they listen. I invited like all, a bunch of my friends. Stuff. That don't mean they listen. Yeah, that, that, no <laughs> that just means they click like. Uh, so we have 200 and I think we have 212 on, on Facebook. Uh-huh. But then we have 132 on Instagram. Okay. So it's very consistent. So eh, kind of. Um, but those aren't people that are listening. Like it's in everything that, that we post, I post. From Instagram. <laughs> I don't do a lot for the show. You're the, you're the face of the he, brand. He just shows up. Something like that. Um, so everything that I post on Instagram goes to Facebook. So okay. Oh, okay, right on. I, there's some crossover yeah. for our followers for Instagram to Facebook. But, again, like going back to my nephew and yeah. his 700,000 followers yeah. on TikTok versus Crazy. this 215 on Instagram, right. it's – I don't know that you can – Basically, go yeah. Well, a million people aren't going to watch me. Mm. Aren't going to follow me. Yeah. Because, like I said, he you know. He's, yeah, that's he, true. He's, he's he's popular over on this one, right? But he's not on this one, right? That's Here's true. what I would say: some of the stuff that I I've noticed on your Facebook uh-huh. that gets the most reactions when you come out and just like, hey, y'all, I'm about to be real. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about this. I've been praying about this, and then you just speak from your heart. Mm-hmm. I love seeing your fans. I love seeing where you travel. But when you sit out there and say. Uh, with the George Floyd thing. Yeah. You didn't just post out of emotion. You didn't even post anything about it for a while. Right. And you said, I need to share some of the experience, experiences I've had just being a black man traveling alone on the road. Right. Right. And you shared some very, to me, and I sent that to a couple of my friends that were, um, you know, having discussions back yeah. and forth with in private. I, I private messaged them and said, hey, I know this guy. I know this is a, these are legit stories. He's not speaking out of emotion. He's not right. making crap up for likes. Right. But it looked like you got so much reactions out of that. And I think people... Yeah. People want to connect with what's real. Mm-hmm. Seeing stuff that's funny is good, but it's like trying to be a stand-up comedian. It's very yeah. hard to break into. Right. People like good food. It's going to be hard to open a restaurant and sustain. Sure. I don't know. With some but, of the crap you've been posting lately. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to open that restaurant one of these days. This restaurant. Tell me you want to go to a restaurant that served off the wall with nasty food. Just to, it, It's a kitschy thing. I wouldn't go. But I would make it, I would do the ed- more edible ones. I, w- I, I want to do the ones that are like completely, like hot dog water jello. No. Hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. pass. I'd put it on the menu. But some of the other funny stuff, I was like, I bet somebody would try that. Did you post, was it fried chicken Oreos you posted one time? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what yeah. is this yeah, craziness? That, but the one I posted was the ravioli and pizza. The ravioli pizza? I'm eat that. I'd eat that. I'm, I'm in on that. So it's like, I'd, I'd do stuff that's that. like, you just don't get anywhere else. Yeah. If I open a restaurant, that's what I'd want to do. Okay, I respect it. It'd be It'd just be weird stuff, but, I but still good. Yeah. Not the real nasty ones. I couldn't do that. No. Those yeah. are just funny to. Hey, yeah. can I get an appetizer? Yeah. What'd you like? Oreos and salsa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having your appetizer and dessert. You got both yeah. before you get uh, your For that. dessert, I'd like to have the powder donuts and canned cheese. Uh, mm. Yeah. 
It's good. Mm. Oh, don't knock no, the it, track. No, 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 no. It is don't gross. Don't knock the track. <laughs> I'm but getting yeah, I, I was gonna mixed say, reviews. <laughs> the, uh, Take it from me. You, you have no idea who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I have no reason to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, take, take it from the guy that shoots his neighbor's dog <laughs> with a crossbow. <laughs> with a crossbow. No, but what I was going to say, though, if, yeah. if you are going to go and lean into that, mm-hmm. something I would oh, – I'm on Instagram almost every night when I go to bed. Yeah. This is where I find a lot of those dumb memes. Amazing. But I'll be scrolling through crap, right? And if I see something that's a video and I start watching, I even see it's a minute long, uh-huh. which is the Instagram limit. Right. Well, if now they not, got the reels. I know. That's what I was getting mm-hmm. to. But if, if it doesn't get me within the first 10, 15, mm-hmm. I'm done. Right. And if I see something that you know it says continue watching, if I hit that button, they've, they've hooked me. Right. I watched one last night. It was like three or six minutes. Hilarious. Wow. Um, but what I was going to say is if, if you are talking on something that's real, mm-hmm. Uh, and I've seen some people that have put out videos with what's going on in the nation w- between the George Floyd, the COVID, the mm-hmm. football getting shut down. Most of it, I skim past. Mm. But there's a few people that are connecting to me. And I had one guy reach out that I know that was upset that Ohio State didn't play because he's a huge fan. But the more importantly, his wife works for the athletic department. So it. when everybody's bashing, like, oh, you idiots that care about sports ball and all this, I'm going to know. Like, I've got friends whose wives are about to lose their job. Right. Right. That means more to me than the right. – and I worry about the kids' future. That's real talk. A lot of these players, like Justin Fields started this petition, a lot of the parents did say, hey, our kids have worked their whole lives for this, and now you're just saying they can't play their senior year, yeah. or you're going to postpone it, or who knows what's going to happen. Right. And they're ready to play now. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm yeah. connecting to. I'm looking at the Justin Fields uh-huh. saying, yo, this was supposed to be my year. This right. was going to catapult me into the career in the NFL. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what matters to me. So if you connect with people on a, on a level like that, mm-hmm. I think you could influence a lot of people. Yeah. Mm. Plus, here's that's the other great. thing. I would like your spin on it because you said, here's the racial stuff that I've seen and stuff I've dealt with personally, mm. but you put that positive spin on it at the end. Mm. You're like a Boy Meets World episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the crap happens, all the jokes, all the life, and then at the end it's like, here's the lesson, though. Here's what we can take out of it. The so, black Corey Matthews. Right. <laughs> always wanted to be. <laughs> so, but uh, I mean, I think it could work. Yeah. yeah no, I, I love that. Absolutely. I, I think that. I think stuff like that could work. I don't, yeah. know, sure I don't know how you do that, but yeah. <laughs> well, get, get, that, that's for you to figure get, out. Get started, buddy. <laughs> get, um, all, you, all you need to do is record your video and, yeah. and post it everywhere. I love that. Post yeah. the messages everywhere. I love that. Um, I, I, I will say, um, as far as like, I, I, I want to backtrack. But like, <laughs> go ahead. We don't have any structure. Yeah, <laughs> There's no structure. Uh, Welcome to the Buckhorn Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's done that to me before. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, so like, I, I I saw I've learned that in my strong points as far as like, if it's going to be generating income, just from an independent standpoint, I've always had my most um, like financial success is when my events connect like with people like on a deep level. You know what I mean? So I, like. Two years ago, three years ago, I created a hip hop house show. All right, because I remember you, that. Yeah, you remember yeah. that. So like, I'd I'd always seen like acoustic artists like set up people's living rooms and like, you know play songs and stuff like that, right? But I never saw a rapper do it, and I was like, you can't really turn up in somebody's living room. But during like my live shows, whenever I slow it down and storytell and do real songs, those are like the realest moments of my shows. So I was like, what if I create a hip hop concert in your living room? Where there's no turn up, it's just, I mean, there's fun elements, but it's that real story connection with real songs for an hour. And that's the whole show. Yeah. I had some of my biggest financial, like, evenings 
and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even like charge to come. And the crowds would be no more than twenty people. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So I was like, and that's my point exactly. So in this, maybe yeah. maybe that's you do a YouTube channel yeah. of those shows, right? So that's what I'm saying. So I could still with like with venues being shut down, and I can't pack out arena anyway. But I can pack out living rooms all over the country. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can pack out your living room. You right. know? So what I'm saying is like. Even with like COVID restrictions, you could still have twenty people in your living room. You know what yeah. I mean? So what I've been looking at in the direct future is if things don't pick back up, doing like those hip hop house shows and yeah. maybe like being able to do that virtual aspect that you guys are talking about, and that's like knocking out two things right yeah, there. Yeah, that, right? that could be so, it. That could be your thing. That and then we can take those videos and put them at drive ins. Yes. And not <laughs> physically be there. But <laughs> you still get paid. <laughs> you know what? You could have recorded it two, three months ago and you don't even have to like you're not literally even on they can just tell them it's live. And they'll, know, yeah. they'll never know the difference. I could be dead. You know, they wouldn't know. Well no, that's not go that far. Okay, sorry, that took a dark turn. No, <laughs> I'm the only one who's allowed to get dark. Okay, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> Hold on. We've already gone over my 23 and me. We have. Yes. We, we did, he did a 23 and me. We've talked about our nationalities. I haven't done one yet. Uh, I, we've already, we've already gone over mine. I am like 75% European. Interesting. The other 25% <laughs> is a mix of everything, but there is a point. Point zero one percent African on there. My brother. <laughs> Boom. Count it. Hey, you I'm can like, run, you can use that to run for president. I'm, yeah. I'm like a, I'm like a French Viking. Fascinating. Rapper. With a little, but but I have a black pinky toe. <laughs> no, no. What you have at point zero one percent? What you have is a freckle. Like, well, like, like that, that's right there, right? That, yeah, that yeah. African. They me. think it's a birthmark. Right. That <laughs> that's good. I like the idea of the house shows, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you've done some around here, around Central Ohio. I'd be down. Yeah. It was wild, man. Like I think because like. You know, I, I don't know anybody else doing it, so I think it was just like the novelty of it. But um, yeah, and apparently man. you had pretty good reception. Yeah, overall. man, I did. Because uh, I, I, I that and I'm with you. I would not think like house party. I've been to a house party where bands have played. Right. And, you know, I had a, had a huge basement with like a little mini half ramp in. Yeah. And had these bands playing a bar and right. all this stuff. Um, but I've never seen a rapper do yeah. something that intimate. Yeah. You know, so I think I. I think it's pretty cool. Cause, I mean, because one aspect of it is like you have like I can't tell you how many times I've had parents come to me like, man, I, I I would love to come to your concert, but I can't, you know, take all the loud bass and all the energy. So it's like get some headphones. <laughs> right. but, the, but the thing is about the house show is it eliminates all that. So like really like the biggest response where like people like you know with incomes that could actually buy stuff where like those people like enjoy it the most like you know people thirty forty plus. Please tell me you're showing up with like a portable karaoke machine. No, but it's pretty Damn close it. to it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty close to it. You know, like those uh, Bose Tower things? Oh, yeah. I couldn't afford a Bose, so I got like the off-brand one. The... <laughs> I was about to ask if you had a Bose Tower. No, nah, I can't afford a Bose. <laughs> got the I, off-brand. I got a, I got a Boss Tower. <laughs> yeah. One of those yeah. uh, Korean, what's the Korean car radio, man? And things were garbage. <laughs> it was like a CD player, but Great. it didn't have presets. You yeah. had dial knob, digital dial knob. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget what it was. We put one of my brother's accord back in the day. Take me back, man. Take that's me cool, back. though, man. That's yeah. that's actually a really interesting thought, though. Yeah. We we had a brainstorming session here. We, we did. didn't play that. TM. TM. Let's T. It's already it's it's because it's in it's it's been recorded. Yep. Hey. It's intellectual property and hey. already copywritten. That's true. Awesome. Somebody Boom. hears that on ours. We can prove that you said it first. Awesome. 
or we said it first. If you if you want to use musically, uh, what was it we said? Music or uh, lyric, lyric? What shit? Musical rhymer. rhymer. Musical, Musical rhymer. rhymer. Yeah. Musical rhymer. <laughs> Check out this one liner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what you may not know about Martell is he's a fantastic rap battler. Seriously? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was legit excited, bro. I was like, I was like, let's get you to the rap battle. I'm gonna have you go first, and then Martell just <laughs> goes B rabbit I... on him. You know? <laughs> Martell would be like, I'm white. I suck. The <laughs> I use the F word as a pause. <laughs> well, that's a rap, that's that's a rap, a rap song. Yeah. You could do a bunch of mumbling and a bunch of F words. I'll just repeat awesome. something from Eminem. No, so, so how's, how's your, how was your last album there? How long ago was that? It's two years. I was going to say, I yeah, thought it's been a couple now. It's two years, man. You feel that was your, been your best work so far? I do. I do. I really I do. It. No, right, I think maybe my first album was my best one. <laughs> I, I mean, it's I've, been I've, all downhill. I've been on some recordings of... where I went, yeah, that's not the best overall album. Like, <laughs> I just kind of, you know, I half-assed this one. Yeah. I've, I've been on some albums and been on some stages where I went, oh, that yeah. was not my best one. Oh, work. yeah. I feel you in <laughs> that I've done way. better way, yeah, way earlier. 100%, man. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So you get a lot of, where are you going to play at? So, um, that is also one of the fun things of being like indie. Cause like, you exactly. know, you, you try and like break into like that radio market. Right. But right. like a lot of situations you learn is like relationships through labels. You know what I mean? Like there's guys like, uh, first I, I don't want to like name drop anybody, but like there's a guy signed to a significant, significant label that I know that hasn't been around for a year and he's getting like plays all over the place, but he's signed to the right label, you know? So a lot of it's about relationships, right? Cause I've, I've talked to, I've talked to radio producers, all those guys They're like, yeah, we like your stuff, but you so know what I mean? It's so, a, a, so a lot of I it is luck yeah. too. Yeah. What I just heard was it's 50 cent. And he's playing for Death Row Records for good night. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. He's only trying to give me ice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope they don't. I hope they don't know where we're recording this. Yeah. Jeez, man. Right. Right. Um, oh, yeah. by the time they hear this in two weeks, because they're going to listen, this is going to be gone. Yeah, Suge Knight's really concerned with what we're talking. He's about. in jail yeah. anyway. He is in jail. Hey, oh, he? right. Hey, calm down. Calm down. Stuff can happen from jail. <laughs> they got people on the outside. Hey, I've watched all them criminal shows and all them. He ain't. Well, what was the one that that the used to always talk about different gangs each episode? What was that show? Know. You remember what I'm it talking was Whitey about? Whitey Bulger is the one who I think I know did a bunch about. of stuff from jail. Gangland. It was just called Gangland. That that that. Yeah, they that went over like Hell's Angels. They went over yeah. the KKK. They went over the Crips, the Bloods, the Folks, MS13, all that. Dude, now MS13, they're the ones who can pull some shit from jail. We got I got, I got hooked into that. Uh, GW and I went on a golfing trip, got snowed out, and we spent literally an entire day because they were just like doing a marathon. Yeah. I learned so much about gangs and gang activity that day. I never knew. I don't uh, know. You didn't need to watch that. You could have just came to Steubenville. That's true. Uh, uh, it goes down. Oh, my God. It's, yeah, it's, it's it was not. Uh, so, Steubenville is not the, it's not the greatest place. Oh, no, it's just, not. Your left testicle just fell out. <laughs> I got blue balls. <laughs> that fell out of your pocket? I can't. Yeah, it is a chapstick. I probably can't oh, okay. say that, can I? No, you can Dude. say that. You... <laughs> That was when good. you're traveling, you drive a lot. Listen to some of our older shows. That is nothing. No. So I, I, I think I've told the story before. So growing up, I grew up like in East Liverpool, Toronto, um, oh, okay. which are two small like river towns. Yeah. And Steubenville is like a, a slightly bigger, slightly bigger than Liverpool, but Liverpool is a pretty big city on the east coast of Ohio. And uh, so growing up, I worked at Burger King. Okay. So from like when I was 16 
16, 17, I worked at Burger King, and yep. I hung out with my manager. Uh-huh. And she was ghetto fabulous. Love like, it. just ghetto fabulous. Love so we, and she, she embraced that hood life. Yeah, yeah. So I'd go down to her apartment. Her and her, her and her cousin lived in this shitty, shitty, shitty apartment building. Uh-huh. Downtown Steubenville. Always had guys over. Um, one of the guys was a really big drug dealer that uh-huh. they were friends with who, He'd just, he'd, you know, we'd get off shift at 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We'd go down to her house, hang out, have have beer, whatever. Excuse me. He'd show up, and he just looked at me. So Michelle and her sister were white, and then there was myself, and then everybody else was black, uh-huh. just to kind of give uh, context. Uh, yeah, context to this. So he walks in, and he's like, he looks at Michelle, and he's like, Who's a white boy? <laughs> and she's like, oh, he's cool. He's cool. Don't worry about him. He's like, you do drugs? I'm like, no. He's like, you want to? Whoa. I'm like, no. <laughs> he's like, good. He goes, I need you to do me a favor. Um, I need to make a run. I don't have a car. I'm like, wow. Where? He's like, we need to go Lincoln Avenue. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> it's like Mount Vernon no, Avenue no, in Columbus. No. Oh, got you. Okay. White, you white people Vernon don't Avenue go to Lincoln Avenue. Got you. <laughs> and he goes, it's cool. You're with me. He goes, what do you drive? I'm like, that beat up Buick out there. He's like, even better. He goes, you fit right in. <laughs> so we we hop in the car. Yeah. And he's like, all right, take me up here. And he's like, hold on. He goes, you know how to get back? I'm like, yeah, I know how to get back. He's like, all right. He goes. Well, here's 300 bucks. Just head back down to Michelle's. No big deal. Wow. Nah, I, I'm not. I can't. He's like, take the money and go. Yeah. So this went on like a couple times. Like this this wasn't like. So then he'd show up again. He'd be like, here's 500. Wait for me. I'll be back. Wow. Shit. I think I probably made $15,000. That's wow. Driving this guy to drop offs. Wow. It was insane. I made more money in a nine month period wow. driving this guy than I did actually working for Burger King. Mind boggling. Like he would. 15000 You could have started, you could have opened your own franchise Burger King. I know. <laughs> I know. It, was, it was absurd. Like You could have owned the Burger King. I, yeah. And I ended up having to quit Burger King and like quit hanging out with them because I was getting ready to move out here. Sure. And I was just like, uh, I'm, I'm done. He's like, and then she called me one day and she was like, hey, so and so wants to know where you're at. And I'm like, Tell him I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of the country. Like, I would get, I you know, pagers were a big thing back in, yeah. like, the late 90s. Oh, yeah. I, I had a pager. I'd get paged from him. Wow. He would, he got my number from Michelle because she had my number if something was needed for work. So, he got my number from Michelle. I would get. Do you remember his code still? No. Oh, okay. He, no, he would, <laughs> he would just text me. It would just be uh, a phone number, whatever. I'd call oh, okay. it back. And okay. he'd be like, hey, I need you to. I'm like, I'm in Youngstown. Wow. He's like, well, I need I need you to come. I'm like, it's the middle of the day. I'm <laughs> no. That's Crazy. wild, man. But it was, I mean, it was, Steubenville is a, That's the wild. whole, the whole city is like a, is like a rundown Milro. Wow. Like, it is bad. It is man, awful yeah. bad. That's crazy. Poverty Street. It's like a little stepchild to Detroit kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, All except right. in a different state. Yeah. Detroit's like it's 
It's a delinquent n- father. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme last night. <laughs> somebody took a picture of their front the, the front of their house and said, somebody dumped, stole my porch last night. We can't have nothing up in Detroit. <laughs> said, I, said I opened my door and just fell. <laughs> and the whole, it looked like they had a wooden porch attached, like steps, gone. And it was just like a three-foot drop. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. I so, yeah, so what's your, what's your favorite show you've ever done? Favorite show I've favorite ever show. done. Favorite show. Besides the one that you drove like an hour and a half just to do one verse with me and Derek. <laughs> oh, or this I know show. That was, yeah, or this show. When you peak, man, that's when you peak. I right? know. That You're night. welcome. Man, that was great. It's been all downhill since, man. <laughs> 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 all right, so I feel like, I don't want to say obligated, but like, you know, I'm a man of faith, you know what I'm saying? And still one like. wrong with that. <laughs> yo, I am too. Yo. And still to this day, man, like one of the dopest shows for me, uh, it was back in 2011 and it was a small town, Tennessee. And you know, you know, you know how it is in church. Like when you're like a rapper or a rock band, like, no, I don't know. What Actually, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Okay. Got you. Well, in those situations, rock like, band, rock band. Yeah. I can sure. kind of, I can kind of, I'm not, we're not, we weren't heavy metal, but we were rock, but sure. Yeah, I, I know nothing about being a black rapper. Okay, okay. that's that's fair. So you go ahead and tell fair. the story. Okay, and I was a clown at one point, so I just made like balloon animals. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but like, okay, in my experience, in that situation, a lot of those churches, the youth pastor will love you, the right. youth group will love you, but nobody else in the church wants you there. Okay, those are the kind of churches. As somebody that was a youth pastor for over a decade, that's the kind of church that says we love. Seeing teens here, we love yeah. what you're doing, right. but never truly support you. Even yeah. if they let right. quote unquote let something happen, right. they're not happy that it's happening. Right, exactly. I got yelled at because we had a huge. It was called punk rock prom. Uh-huh. It's been going on at Gloryland for years. Yeah, and these kids would come dressed up in like suits and dresses, but punk looking. I like it. Punk music, like all kinds like of. It. And it was great. And then I was there. It was a Saturday night, and I was in the parking lot picking up Chipotle bags. Um, Cups, uh, tra- just trash through the whole parking lot until like three in the morning. That's uh, punk. Get back to church. Super, super punk. I get back to church because I'm the youth pastor. And I got to be there for for class in the morning. Yeah. I was there like eight in the morning. Lived half hour away. Right. Uh, Somebody got mad because they found one cigarette butt. Of course. Out front of the church. Uh, of course. Yeah. So yes, I get it. I get that. <laughs> I get that side of it. So go yeah. ahead. So there was actually like people night in the church not wanting me to come. Okay. But the youth pastor eventually won because the youth group kids, they all wanted me there, right? So I come to do this show, and they set it up. They set up like a trailer bed in the front parking lot, and their church was on the main street. So there's always cars driving up and down it. So their idea was like, you know, an outreach concert right there in the parking lot. Yeah. People just kind of come in. Yeah. I've done that kind of show Right, right. Mm -hmm. So I get there. You know, the youth group kids had T-shirts made. Like, the youth are amped. You know what I mean? And, like, there's literally, like, Members of the church, like, you know, elders and, you know, people like that coming that were angry. Like, one in the protest was like a silent protest, like sitting in chairs like this, like they, arms yeah, crossed. They, I would say they protest with their glares. Yeah, with their yes, glares, right? Exactly. Daggers with their, in their eyes. So I get up there, man, and I'm doing my whole set. I'm doing my whole show, right? And at every show, I always, you know, I always slow it down. And I always share my heart. I share, like, why... I believe in Christ. You it's know, your testimony, right? It's man. my testimony, yeah. right? And I offer that, you know, I say, like, you know, I offer that to anybody that wants it. You know, altar call, if you will. And um, I kid you not, like, cars. When I started stopping, talking, and sharing, cars were stopping and, like, getting out of cars and sitting and listening. That's what's up. And when I said, hey, if anybody wants this Jesus that I speak of, 
please come forward so we can pray for you. I'm kidding you. People were running across the streets, coming to the front of the stage. And then, like, I found, like, the local drunk, like, she, she, she was stumbling down the street. She came to the front of the stage and dropped to the altar. And at that point, all these angry people that were mad, they're seeing this, and now they're getting up and coming and laying hands and praying for people. And it was like I felt God move in that moment. And that's when I remember, like, it doesn't matter what this world thinks. Man, you saw the, you saw some Pharisees change. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You> know? <laughs> like, God can use anything and everything yeah. to his glory, right? And so, like, that will always be my favorite moment, man, because it was like there was people that didn't want me there. Like, they were, like, legit angry that I was there. And God still used that. I, yeah. You know with, what I mean? With my kids, it was, it was punk rock. Yeah, right. Yeah. God can't use punk rock music. Right. Why not? <laughs> You're trying to tell me that you believe in a God that created the universe and turned water into wine and healed the lepers, <laughs> but he can't use punk rock music to, like, reach somebody? Yeah, like, yeah. I need uh, the water into wine power. <laughs> you want the water into whiskey. That's different. I, I, hey, water into any spirits. You know how many me. drinks y'all could review if you had that ability? <laughs> you know how much money I could make? I'd be like, boom, like, wine, $5. I just, oh, there we go. But yeah, it, it is. It. It's, it's cool. And, and yeah. on our show, we, and Martin and I talked when we first talked about having a podcast that yeah. we don't want to be a polarizing show that people get angry at, but sure. we both have shared our faith and what we believe. Yeah. 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 And our, our background. So it's cool to have somebody on because uh, we've had people on talking football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We have people on that talking, you know, that meet Derek we talk about. He runs a food truck, makes the best smoked brisket anywhere. That's awesome. I haven't made, uh, I haven't made a brisket yet, so we don't know that. Uh, well, but his today, is better than mine because I haven't made one yet. I was going to mm. say today, his, his and GW are the only two I've had that I can mm. even compare to, to each other. Other than that, nobody touches them. Um, but, like, we have people on for any reason. Yeah, awesome. Tell has I mean, a friend on just talk about childhood crap. I yeah. love it. So it's cool to see. It's cool yeah. to see not only uh, uh, an artist yeah. and how you're doing with COVID, and then to see somebody you know a, a Christ follower. I hate the word. I don't hate it. I yes, don't like do. the word Christian. Mm-hmm. You hate it. I try. I, I kind of do hate it. And I, <laughs> I mean, it's a, hate's a strong word, but you do hate it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> well, the problem was for years it was used against me. People say, "Are you a Christian?" If I said, "Yeah," they'd right. already have me pegged right. like, in yeah. their mind. I have you pegged in my mind. And <laughs> has nothing you to do with Christian. He's well, just <laughs> we don't need to, say we don't need to talk about how you've had me pegged before. Um, but and that's the other thing. People hear this or say, "Oh, you drink whiskey? How can you call yourself a Christian?" I'm like, I'm not getting smashed right, right here. I right. drink like an ounce, ounce and a half of whiskey. Yeah. Reviewed it. Yeah. Um, now I've gotten smashed. But I, ha- oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I have. I would in the like past. to replay those episodes. We uh, did a four-hour show. Yeah, Ooh. I did. I had to. I had more there than I intended to. And I we all that. had more than we intended to. <laughs> we intended to record an hour show, and it turned into a four-hour turned into debacle. A, yeah, wow. four-hour um, show, and I think five bottles of whiskey. Woo! Yeah, that'll do it. Not huh? not all not no, all no. five bottles. Oh, okay, just okay. sampling oh, sampling five different you. bottles. I must say, how are y'all still alive? <laughs> <laughs> we would not be at that point. Yeah, it, it was. But you know, I, I've always gotten a lot of that same thing where yeah. we would show up to play. Um, even contemporary worship sometimes. No one, they were Seriously? Worship, and some people, you'd get that vibe off of them. Wow. And, like, y'all paid us to travel here to play worship. And for the most part, now, I, I won't say that anybody that hosts us was ever anything other than gracious yeah. and humble and kind. Sure. But I've dealt with, I grew up on a Southern Gospel tour bus. I saw judgment come at that level. I wow. played in rock bands. My uh, GW once said, a church will hire a very, very bad Southern Gospel group before they'll hire a very, very good contemporary 
Christian Bale. Wow. And, it, and when he said that, I went, that's exactly right. That's fascinating. Because, like, like, our Southern Gospel group was pretty big back in the late 80s through the mid-90s. I mean, we had a bus. We were touring right. every weekend. The dream. Um, I don't know if it was that. But <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid, so I, like, I don't know much. But, but you know, playing in contemporary music and playing rock music. And we covered, um, we went to Scioto Hills, Derek and I. For real? And uh, a while ago, a few years back, he said, hey, they called me just to do a little concert after our service, do an acoustic. I said, Want somebody to play with you? Sure. That's I didn't awesome. ask about pay. Didn't didn't care. Yeah. He picked me up in his truck. We head to Scioto Hills, which I know you're familiar with, and uh, wow. you've been there, right? I, I haven't. I, I've heard, but I've never. I've never. Played oh, okay. There. I thought you had. Well, we'll have to get you there. But that'd be awesome. They didn't know what to expect. Derek thought we were going down to do worship. Mm-hmm. So we get down. The guy that booked us is a friend that a guy that went to college with Derek. Ended up. We get there. The phones don't work. We okay. ask around, we ask around, nobody knows where, where this guy is. Finally, we get somebody to notice, oh, he didn't even come on the trip, he's homesick. Dude never told us. Oh, gotcha. So, we're going, okay, so we're going to do worship tonight, whatever. Yeah. Well, they had um, one of, a friend of mine, uh, Rick May, was the drummer for DC Talk. Oh, get out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. His boys worship band. I've seen band. them. <laughs> you know, yeah. you down with the DC Talk? I've seen, uh, I saw them back in like 93. Oh, wow. There you go. That's awesome. 93. Ninety three, they're probably still doing rap too. Dang, because nine oh one was a supernatural tour, I think. Yeah, anyway, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they but, came uh, to our church. His, his boy Connor is also friends of ours, and their band um, was doing worship oh, for the awesome. week for the camp for the weekend or yeah. whatever. Phenomenal. I mean, so much talent. There's like eight or ten of them: musicians, wow. vocalists, lights, full production. They bring sure. it all down. And we get down there, and I, I was like, Connor, what, you guys doing worship yet? And I'm like, Derek, what are we doing here? If right. they've got them doing worship for the service, what do we? He's like, I think it's after service. So we find out who's in charge of the camp. It's people we know, and we get to talk about. It and they're like, "I'll oh, do whatever you want." And I said, "Now hold on." This was the Saturday of the camp. I said they had a, a small service this morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Full worship set. Yeah. I said then they're having the service tonight. Yeah. Full worship set. Yeah. Do they want to do just worship again? And the, these people were like, "Hey, you all do whatever you feel called to do." Oh wow. So me and Derek went outside and sat by an unlit fire pit in like 40 degree weather because it was like fall retreat or something. And Derek's like, all right, we're just going to do these songs. So we did like radioactive and nice. we did like all this like, <laughs> so we did like the first half was like having fun songs. Yeah. We did like some medleys and just, yeah. cause it's just the two of us. It was easy to make it up. You should have done polka. And then, <laughs> oh, I'd do polka. Um, the second half we did like some more worship, uh-huh. but we made sure it was songs they didn't do, but it's hard sometimes going into a situation, not knowing what you're doing, yeah, and know what you're going to do, and then to see what happens out of it. Because after we got off stage and, and doing the, it was just that acoustic bass and Derek uh-huh. on the acoustic guitar. Um, everybody came up to us like that was the greatest thing ever. And I'm sitting here going, like Connor said that, and all this. I'm like, wow. y'all blew it out. You blew the doors off this place, you know, for uh, the service. So, yeah, yeah. But as an independent artist, um, I can't imagine doing what you do full time. I'll be honest. Wow, man. Appreciate it. It's, it's got to be tough. I, I commend yeah. you for it. It's, a lot, man. Especially through this crap. It's yeah. cool to hear how you're you're dealing with it. You seem st- very positive. I know um, I know the racial stuff hits you hard. Yeah, man. Yeah. So is that yeah. something you still – it's 2020. Is that something you still – and I've told the story before about DJ, the drummer uh-huh. with Derek. Uh, we went down to play at Side of Hills. And we were taking back roads, and yeah. I made a joke like, hey, DJ, what if we broke down down here, and I need you to go knock on a door? Yeah. <laughs> and DJ's like, oh, man, don't play about that. And we were out in the corner. <laughs> And there's this Jeep with, uh-huh. uh, instead of a ragtop, it had a giant 
rebel flag. Uh, uh-huh. The house had a rebel flag flying. You know all this. Right. And oh, he yeah. looked at it, and when he saw that, I looked in the rearview mirror because I'm driving, and I saw him. He's looking. It's funny. He looks over and he sees those two flags. And I mean, th- you could tell these these people weren't playing. Right. And I saw his face change, his demeanor. Yeah. And I was like, "You okay?" He's like, "Bro, don't even joke right now." Yeah. And like, yeah. and that's the first time that I went. You know, and this is like 2015 or 16. But I'm uh-huh. like, this dude still worries about that. I yeah. don't. Uh, and that's when I really started taking notice of how my friend, my Mexican friends, my black friends, you uh, know, here today we're having a good time. Yeah, for sure. But you may be on the road tomorrow and right. deal with this crap. Right. So is there anything you, you want to say on that? Or how do you, how's that affect your, your traveling, your ministry? Man, so that's, man, that's, that's, that's a good question, man. Um, and I, I don't have it like all like, like well laid out where I can like sound like I'm doing a TED talk. I, I like want to do, a TED talk. Yeah, I, I like want, I want do what just comes from your heart. My feelings, right? I'll say this: um, most of my crowds are in are in the white church, right? So mm-hmm. often in my concerts, I'm the only person there, or one of three that look like me. Okay, so when racism, like you know, racism's always, always existed, you know what I mean? But every once in a while, we'll go through the stretch where it's on mainstream. You know, right. like five years ago, you, you you had Michael Brown, and you had several cases like that. So it's in mainstream media. It's all over social media. So yeah. I saw this five years ago. You know right. what I mean? So here we are, you know, five years later, and it's all over social media. It's all over the news again. It's got so, people fighting against each other. Right, but, right. Yeah. So I've been here before. Five years ago, I was younger. I was like, put your head down. Don't say anything that's going to make people uncomfortable. You know the right bullet things to say. You know, well, Jesus is in control, which he is. But, you know, it's like, you know the right things to say. Don't talk about your personal hurt. Don't talk about your personal struggles. Don't make anyone uncomfortable, and you'll be fine. And that was some of the toughest times of my life. like Biting your tongue. Right, biting my tongue. And so this year, when I saw it happening again, I was like, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. I'm going to, even though I know I'm going to be talking to a room full of people that can't relate to my personal experience, I need to share that experience because there's so many people that don't understand what's happening, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So when I started doing that, the people I'm talking to, these are people who have booked me, people who have woke me in their home, people I've had meals with, people who have called me family, right? So I'm thinking... People you've been on a podcast with. Right, people you've been on a podcast with. (laughs) Well, you know what I'm saying? So usually people can kind of hide behind, well, if I can't put a face to racism, it's not real. Yeah, but but because they don't know anybody deals with it. Right. So I was like, they may, right. They work with a a black guy or a black girl. They know one, but they don't interact with them. Right. Yeah. So I was like, if I can give them a face, you know, not, not some, you know, whatever, an actual face, Mm -hmm. maybe they'll understand. Like y'all have known me. You've booked me here before. I I was here two years ago. This is what I'm dealing with. Right. Yeah. So I thought like they, everybody would stand up with me like, yeah, okay. But it was the exact opposite. Mm Mm-hmm. I've had so many conversations offline, man, and people like arguing with me and, you know, wanting to deflect and, you know, well, what were you doing in the scenario? And maybe you interpreted things wrong. Well, (laughs) explain to me how I can interpret this wrong. Five years ago, I go to a Thanksgiving dinner. It's with with a white family. They're good friends of mine. We're on our way over there. And they say, oh, by the way, just so you know, my my, my brother-in-law is a racist. And I'm like, Which, that's when you want to hear that when you're on, you're the, on way the way there. to the place where you can't <laughs> get out when of the situation. Known you. Yeah, where you can't cancel. Like, oh, I got sick. I can't come, y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we, so in my mind, I'm like, okay, all right, 
Sure, but maybe, you know, if he just, you know, gets to know me, it'll be all good. Maybe he's never really interacted with anybody right. that looks different than him. Right. right. Yeah. I kid you not, from the second I walked through the door, if I was in a room that he was in, he would immediately leave the room. He refused to be in the same room as a black man. Didn't know my name, didn't never heard my voice, didn't know my background. It didn't matter I graduated from college. It didn't matter I've never been to prison. It didn't matter that I'm a Christian. It didn't matter that I like to wear khaki, I mean, you know, khaki cardigans and khaki sweaters. <laughs> Jeep from that. State Farm. Yeah. <laughs> you got cowboy Jeep. boots you love. Cowboy boots. None of that. <laughs> That's what I love matter. about you. <laughs> yeah. I like when people that. say Christian rapper, they still yeah. think rapper. Right. Your posts are hilarious, you know man. Oh, you're like, hey, you. here's Carlton again. You got like a new sweater <laughs> right, you're excited you know about. I was, I was going to be me, you know what I mean? But that's, yeah, that's it. But so none of that mattered. All he saw was my black skin, and he refused to be in the same room as me. And I'm like, guys, like this is still happening. Yeah. it's and not, I, And it's not just happening in the media. Yeah. This is in somebody's home right. who you know, and you, right. you, you called them your family. Yeah. You love these people. And it's I, not like somebody just booked you and didn't know you or right. was trying to be cool or we're going to have a rapper right. come so the kids will like it. Exactly. This is somebody's home. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here okay. real quick. Maybe you reminded him of his dope dealer. <laughs> Why the dope dealer got to be the black guy? <laughs> because I used to drive one around. <laughs> Wait, what's the interact. guy that left the room? Martell. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Like, I knew you looked familiar. I have never left the room. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> no, but... Yeah, that's yeah. that's funny. That First off, because I was I was he like, he just didn't want to call you the wrong name, <laughs> or you call him out. Yeah. For, you know, and I'm sure you've been called all kinds of things, man. That was another thing that came out, you know. And I think that's why I started to get so bent out of shape because, like, you know, you're told that the church is supposed to be a place for refuge, you know, where your brothers and sisters are, right? Yeah. Like this all be, are welcome, right? This yeah. one, all are welcome. Which Martell can attest, not all, all churches right. will welcome right. everybody. Because he grew up in church, and now he has no desire to go to church. I, I would that. love to Martell to come to church with me, but I'm, yeah. I'm also respecting who he is. Right. I don't even want to go with my in laws at Christmas. So yeah. So, but but it's because of people like that. Right. So during this time, like I guess people, some people felt guilty. So I've had story after story being told to me, like you know, when you came to our church the first time I saw you, I was afraid of you. And I didn't want to come <laughs> near you. But the worst one for me was like. One dude, he was a worship leader, and he was like, man, I just got to confess to you. When you came to our church, man, you you came in, you were high-fiving people, you were super friendly. He said, the second you turned your back to start setting up your show, staff members started saying racist stuff about you the second you turned your back. Dang. So I'm just like, I'm not even safe in the church. I mean, when you came dude. through Randy's front door, I wanted to run. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's just because happening. That's just because you're taller than I am. It's still <laughs> happening. Um, so. No, it, it's it's funny. I was just picturing you trying to run around my house. I know. Like, nowhere to go. Uh, oh, you didn't tell me he was a black rapper. Shit. Look, if he's rapping and he ain't Eminem, he's black. Man, I, Otherwise, I was, he ain't good. I was hoping he was the great white hope. <laughs> so, so um, man, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, because I, I remember. Here's one thing. I don't put up with that crap. Um, I And here's a story. When I found out it's still happening, I was working just a few years ago. This was yeah. 20... 16? Well, a few years ago, at least uh, three. So, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're doing beer math, and then it's like 12. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. Uh, just a couple. Yeah. Um, but I was working, building a Coughlin dealership in Chillicothe. I was mm-hmm. a commercial electrician. And uh, there's this guy, 
I'm not going to say any names. He he got fired later. I found out a big old tall dude kind of mm-hmm. looked like a duck walking around. Kind of pear-shaped. It walks like a duck. It must be a, a duck. duck. <laughs> he was, uh, but he was from a small town outside of Lima, Ohio. Uh, Lima. And uh, Lima, Lima, whatever. <laughs> um, it's Lima. I know. But we had, a, we, had a, we had to pull these pull wires, which means there, there's conduit running underground. Yeah. We have to go all the way to the front of the property where the sign's going to be for the dealership uh-huh. and pull from the main box. Yeah. So what you do when you do overrun, it was like 300 feet, I want to say. Uh-huh. That was a long run, and we're pulling, I think it was like six or seven wires. Yeah. What you'll do is you'll take a piece of EMT, a metal pipe, go with two people, and you'll... You shoot the mouth through, uh, which is a little sponge. It has a um, rope tied to it, okay. light rope. Shoot through the conduit to the other side using a shop vac. Those people tie it to the wires, and you pull it through by wrapping the rope around the pole and pulling it. Yeah. So it takes two in. So he grabs a pipe. We start walking out there to get this job done. Okay. And we're just walking, not really even talking. And right. it's, it's all dusty or muddy or whatever. We're out in the, It's a construction site. We're walking along just... Shooting the breeze and finally goes, hey, you a racist? Huh. Just just blatantly. <laughs> nobody but me and him in earshot. And I went. He's got to be talking to me. What you, yeah, I said, what are you talking about? He said, are you a racist? I said, what have I done or said that's made you think I'd be a racist? Uh. He goes, oh, no, 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 nothing. I was just wondering. Uh. I was like, and I've only been in this company a few weeks at this point. That's right. an odd question anyway. Yeah. I like this <laughs> dude I've worked with like twice. Wow. And he's like, you a racist? And so I'm sitting there going. Man, did I say or do something? Because yeah. all white people on the job say at that point, there's only a small crew. Mm-hmm. And I went, damn white people. Man, why would go? <laughs> <laughs> I started like questioning myself. Yeah. And we take a few more steps. And he goes, well, I was just going to say, I said, what were you going to say? Why do you think I was racist? And he swung the stick, the pipe around. And he said, inward beater. And I stopped him down his tracks. I said, listen, mother effer. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, language is another thing that don't bother me that much because yeah. I figure if you're going to say something, you might as well say something. Right, right. But I said, listen, mother effer. I said, I don't know what prompted you to think you could just say that to me, but I don't ever want to hear you talk like that again around me. Wow. Well, I didn't know. I said, I don't care. Like, I just, I'm not, right. I'm not going to sit here and say I understand what you've gone through. Yeah. But there's no call for that in the world because to me, yeah. that's the kind of attitude that breeds hatred for anybody right. that's different. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, this dude don't know me from Adam. Yeah. And he just asked if I'm racist and starts throwing around racial slurs. Right. And it was, like I said, this was 2016 or 17. And at that point, I went, this crap's still happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was after yeah. I had the thing with DJ. And I'm yeah. going, I'm thinking my buddy going, yeah. this is the kind of crap he has to worry about. Yeah, it's real, man. And it just like blew my mind that he would yeah. just so be so bold and brazen to come out. Yeah. And even try and make it like it was a joke. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, not cool, dude. Yeah. Uh, so I told my buddy in the company, I said, hey, uh. I don't think, like, you handle him how you want. Yeah. I'm not, like, filing a complaint, but I don't want to work. Plus, he was an idiot. But <laughs> that didn't help. He, he almost got me shocked later. But, Jeez, yeah, man. like, it's a long story on that one. Yeah. But I was like, I just don't want to deal with this dude. Right. So, wow, it, I, I, a, I mean, I can imagine the stuff you deal with. Yeah, man. And uh, I think people, and one thing I think people think about is, like, when we think about racism, we think about just um, sometimes it happening to a person of color, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we don't think about, like, the after effect of that, right? So when people tell me when they see me, I mean, I, I, like, they're they just they, they're automatically afraid of me or they assume I'm a bad person or they assume I'm this thug or gangster or, or, or whatever when it couldn't be more the opposite. Like, like <laughs> I cry at the drop of a dime. Like, I cry at a Folgers commercial, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hot pink is my favorite color. Like, Carlton <laughs> Banks is my hero, right? So... 
But the thing is, like, I've always like loved people. But I mean, you know, yeah, you, you know, your appearance. You're a tall dude and yeah. you're black. Yeah. So that's all they know about yeah. you. That's why I wanted to run. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, here, so here's the thing, though. Like, I understand that, like, people see a black man and they'll, and because of racism, implicit bias, you name it, they, they see monster, right? And what's, what sucks for me is, like, since I was a kid, I've always had a heart. Like, I've always just wanted to help people. And it's at a point now in my life where, like, if I see, like, an elderly person that's struggling to get their groceries into their car because they don't have the strength, or I see a kid that just fell on the ground. You want to laugh? That, too. (laughs) (laughs) Afterwards. But, like... You got to laugh first. You love Exactly. But it's gotten to a point where most times I can't even go over there and help because I know somebody's going to take it the wrong way. And somebody's gonna somebody's gonna think, oh, that black man's trying to rob that person. Yeah, that or that person's or that black man's trying to rape see, that woman. This is what when people say there's no such thing as systematic uh, racism. Racism doesn't exist, or you know, well, not everybody's racist. Yeah, not everybody's racist, sure. but not everybody's rich or poor or right. fat or skinny. Right. Not everybody's a lot of things. Right. That's the kind of crap that you just said. Because I've seen elderly women. I've seen an yeah. old dude fall and help them up. You know, yeah. I've never once thought that somebody's gonna think I was robbing them. Yeah. Not once. So yeah. for you to describe it that way it actually yeah. just blows my mind. That's and not. It, it's bummed me out so many times. You know, I mean, so many times because that's not that's not my nature. That's not my heart. Right. But I have to think twice a lot of times, especially when I'm in a small town or it's getting late in the evening, and yeah. just have to just keep walking or go the opposite direction. You're good here. My neighbor across the alley's black, so you're you're home. Perfect. We're straight. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Only one I know of on this block, but you're good. Actually, there's a sensor in every black man. You can tell there's a black man a five-mile radius. I already knew he was there. I already knew. It's like a spidey sense. I have so many, other, so many other jokes right popping my head right now. But anyway, so that's, that's all I got. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, I appreciate you saying that because in those posts that you put out were the ones that mattered to me because I wow. saw posts from a lot of people, yeah. and I saw people share a lot of things. And I watched some videos that other black men um, – had shared, uh-huh. and but I didn't know him. Yeah. You just and merged went, two words together. Which ones? Black men. Black men. Now, how did I merge you, them together? You went black men. Black men. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sound like someone's last name. Yeah, I, I just thought <laughs> that. I was like, it's like a, it's uh, like a blacksmith. What's your name? Black men. Uh, it's a Joseph Blackman. <laughs> well, maybe that's what I was talking about. So, so Mr. Blackman, <laughs> he's actually Latino. <laughs> he's white. He's white. Yeah, white guy. My favorite. I had a professor at DeVry. His name was Mr. Brown. He taught one of the math courses, uh, one of the basic ones. Always wear brown suit. <laughs> Only nice. use brown dry erase markers, which I didn't know existed until yeah. I went to DeVry. Right. Oh, he's and, playing on that name. And he was black. Oh, yeah. He's on he's it. A, he's a yeah. black dude. So finally, one day, one of the other black guys said, hey, Mr. Brown, said, uh, why do you only wear brown suits? Why do you only use brown, black, and uh, dry race? You know, all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. And he said something along the lines because it matched my skin tone. He goes, dang, I thought you was black. <laughs> it was just the dumbest thing. But that, I was like, and then I'm sitting there losing it and all the other white people were like, can we laugh? Can we? I was like, dude, that was hilarious. Yeah. Yes, you laugh at that. That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Um, oh, sorry, I got really loud on the mic. My bad. Oh, no, you're right. You're good. I don't even look. He could be turning me up or down. I don't care. I'll just turn him all the way down. Yeah. Amazing. But yeah, so, um, but but it, it, it's... It's kind of cool to see. Yeah. So you're, you're probably one of the more unique guests we've had because we've not had independent artists. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, and we haven't had somebody that has to work 1099 independent in yeah. that field through COVID. We've talked with 
other people about how they're dealing with COVID. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then dealing with the, the racial stuff, man, that's what's got, that's what I, I kind of also want to touch on. I didn't want to make it a big deal, but I want oh, yeah. to share your heart because For sure. you're different in seeing my other black friends that live around here and work around here and all this and that, they're still in a some kind of a bubble. Mm-hmm. You see differences in different states and different mm-hmm. regions. Oh, so yeah. that's why I think you bring a unique perspective on it. So is there uh, a place, and like you said, small towns, mm-hmm. even like Circleville? It probably feels a little different than if you're in a, a bigger city. I would yeah. guess. Well, I don't it's a know. Small town versus a big city, and <laughs> so it would be a little different. But I was going to say, can yeah. you compare? Is, is you know the South more tolerant or less tolerant? Typically, like a small town, southern town, not Atlanta or any. You know, Atlanta's like a big hip hop right hub, right? That, yeah, that's a safe space for black people. So, <laughs> it's Atlanta, like, Memphis. It's like, <laughs> if, you, if you hear banjos, you just keep driving until you hit Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. If you get to ATL, you'll be straight. That's a safe zone, <laughs> safe haven. Um, yeah, man, I, I actually spent a good part of quarantine in the South. Actually, and I inboxed you. Um, you know, it's wild, man. Like with all this going on, um, like I like to run in the morning, so I don't like to run, but I have to run. You know, because otherwise you get back to looking like me. <laughs> you look. I, I think you're a beautiful man. You know what I mean? I am a whole lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, the Mac just hit on you. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like, take it. Now I've been hit on by two people. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, in the small town I was in Tennessee, like I woke up every morning and I would run. I go for a jog and I jog past this park and there's this statue I ran past every day of uh, Nathan Bedford, Nathan Bedford Forrest, who, wow. who was a grand wizard for the KKK. Uh, yeah. Fort Pillow. That's who where Forrest Gump was named after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fort Pillow, they killed 300 Union soldiers, a lot of them black, you know, after they surrendered. You know, just not an, a hero, in my opinion. And the only thing that says on the statue is, only thing it said on the statue is it said his name, the years he was in the Confederacy, and it said, remembering our southern heroes. Wow. And so I'm like, as a black man, who has to run past that statue every day? This dude is literally. We elevate people when we put on statues. We are celebrating these They're people on right? a pedestal. Right, literally. they're literally on a pedestal. And like, I sat down with the pastor there, and he didn't see the big deal in it. And I'm just like, this, this, this hero. I say in quotations didn't consider me a human being. I wasn't a human considered this person. I was less than human. You know what I mean? And so, like, the southern culture is like, well, you know. We, we we need these statues so we don't forget them. Well, I've never. No, you been, don't need that statue. Yeah, I've never been to Germany, but I, I I'd be hard pressed to think there's like Hitler uh, statues. Your sandals and socks say otherwise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything that comes full circle yeah. on this. I love that. We do a lot of callbacks on our jokes. I love that. I love that. I yeah. might be wrong, but I don't think there's probably Hitler statues. Well, no, all over, and, you know? and that's no. the when I and I think when you messaged me was like, hey, I wanted to give you my input because I'm yeah. not sure if I read you right. Yeah. And I thank you for that because so many people just lashed out at me uh-huh. before trying to get what I was even saying. I'll just do that. And just because, yeah. <laughs> just I, I expect it from a me. regular Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get up. Uh, first thing I do is open yeah. up Facebook and I look yeah. at Randy's. I'm like, what can I? I'm like, okay, where's the non-meme crap? Yeah, <laughs> where's the one post? Yeah, but yeah, when I shared a, an article about statues being torn down, didn't even say anything. Yeah, shared an article about yeah. Clo- Christopher Columbus statue getting torn down. Yeah, people flipped their lid. I got private right. messages. I got all yeah. kinds of. I mean, the public stuff you could see. Yeah. And, yeah, you messaged me, and I was like, hey, you, you know, I know you, and I want you to know my heart. Yeah. But I was of the camp that my biggest thing is, screw who it's of, taxpayer dollars <laughs> paid for that. Yeah. Talk, we're talking talk. about well, bad health care and public public education yeah. and roads, and we're building, worrying about statues? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. And But my thing was, people were like, well, they're just erasing history. I said, when have you ever, in America, 
seen a statue of Hitler right. or Mussolini. Like, I know who these guys are. Right. Right. I haven't even seen a statue of Leonardo da Vinci, but right. I know who he is. Right. right. I've well, got the basics, at least. So yeah. I was like, you can still put Nathan Bedford Forrest in a textbook. Right. You can put him in a museum right. and what he did, and we can still talk about that dude. Right. I, and I think we should. Sure. But, yeah, this whole statue thing, like, when I yeah. think statues, like, Rocky Balboa, cool. Have a statue of him. <laughs> they you do know, have like, a statue I know, of that's what I'm saying. They do. They do. Um, well, and with that, so with the whole statue thing, yeah. a lot of the statues, if I read it correctly, were put up during the Civil Rights Movement, mm. and they were cheap. Like, they are, ju- they were literally just thrown up in, basically, in the face of MLK. Mm. So it was just like a... Get it done quick. Get it done quick. Let's put this up to elevate the, you know, more so in the South than anywhere else. Mm. Just to kind of throw it back in in yeah. in his face that you know no we're going to and now it's become a these yeah. you know take them down right. take them all down I can yeah. personally I can yeah. care less <laughs> right I mean well here's my I, thing I, the it only thing I don't like about it is it's my money taking them down but it was also technical well, not our money but our it's taxpayer yeah. yeah I mean but tear them all down I could, I could mm. care less well my, here's okay. my and so many people said they're racist history and I said if that statue is removed. If Christopher Columbus is removed from Columbus State University or Community College's campus, will it impact your life in a negative way? Nope. Mm. No. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you know, and, and these were, all, most of them were Christians, okay, Christ followers I was talking to. If you know that it is affecting somebody like you yeah. with the statue of Nathan Bedford Forrest, why not? Why would you not want it torn down for that person? Right. If you say that you are loving, if you care about everybody, Christian or not. Yeah. Martel says, you know, he's like, I don't go to church or anything like this, but he's still one of the people that would say, you know, it's bothering him and not me. I don't care. Do it. Yeah, yeah get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. And so I'm saying, why are you so against it yeah. knowing that it's hurting them? Well, now, I don't think they should be hurt. And I said, it's not up to you to decide. You don't get to pick yeah. what hurts somebody else. Just like, And I would defend them saying they don't get to say what affects you. Yeah. Now, I don't care where you're at on the spectrum with this. There's Towards a petition. The well, to there's a, a petition right now to rename Columbus Flavortown <laughs> from Guy Fieri. He was born here. There was born here. Really? Yeah, you didn't know if, that. I did not know that. If. Please let it happen. Rename it Flavortown. He gets a statue. As long as it ain't I'll, taxpayer dollars. Nope. It, can be ta- <laughs> nope. it can be taxpayer money. He gets a statue. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yeah. I hate big government. Um, you Now, here's the thing. If you want to do that and do like a... a uh, I'll phone raiser, uh, yeah. yeah, a I crowdsource campaign. Yeah. I might even throw in on that, but don't use my taxpayer dollars for a mm. freaking statue. <laughs> he, he gets a statue. I don't care how, how it happens. Yeah, and the but it is, has to be in Keller, and it can't be. Oh, you can't. You can't Guy Fieri. And, it, you and, can't do it just in gray concrete. Yeah. It has to be <laughs> literally. Con- it looks like a sidewalk. Yeah. It needs to be done. In it color. doesn't even look like marble. It just looks like a sidewalk. <laughs> Matter of fact, they just use old concrete pieces busted up and glued together. Yeah. Whatever, abstract. But okay. yeah, I, I uh, you know, and you're right. That's the, that's the thing. I'm, I've been wanting to have you on. I've been wanting to have DJ on. Yeah. I've got a buddy who is a white police officer that mm. has agreed to come on too. Yeah. Because in the protest after the, the yeah. backlash. There were people like his family and him and mm-hmm. that that people were yelling at him about it. He goes, yo, I'm mad about what happened, too. Mm-hmm. But because he's a white male police officer, people yeah. hated him all of a sudden. So he was going, and he 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 never posts on Facebook, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, he just never has. He's always thought it was dumb. But I've talked to him in person, you yeah. know, personal conversations because we grew up together. And I said, hey, how you doing, man? How you handling this? Are you yeah. getting sent downtown Columbus where all this crap's happening? And he was kind of saying yes and no, and sometimes I do this, but I, I've been okay, and we, I've been pretty safe. Um, 
and all this, but I want to get his perspective too yeah. because what I see is hatred. Mm. Whether that's hatred for somebody's skin color or for their job mm. or whatever, I see hatred. Now, there are people that have problems with the police system in general. Sure. It doesn't matter if it's a good person. They're still sure. forcing crappy laws or backing up crappy people or whatever. Sure. That's a different discussion. Right. But I like hearing about people's personal experiences because I can't sit here and say, well, you as a white cop should do this and you as a mm-hmm. black rapper should do that because mm-hmm. I can assume all I want. But until right. I sit across the table or my desk, right. I, I feel powerful here. I have the desk Is this here, what I dude. look like? Uh, you look less fat. Than I probably do, <laughs> but yeah, usually you're like at, you're at like command central, and I'm in the chair. Yeah, which the chair I sit in at your house is pretty comfortable, so I like it. But yeah, this is different awesome. sitting yeah. on this side. Hmm. But uh, but it's it's cool to sit down with. I want people to understand we should be sitting down and having conversations yeah, in person with people, right? Because on Facebook, like my, my buddy, my aunt on the statue thing, her and I were mm-hmm. she kept posting on that, and I was just asking questions. And I wasn't even frustrated. In one of the posts she said, that kind of got me. She said, am I not allowed to have an opinion? I said, no, you are. I'm yeah. only asking questions because I'm, I'm trying to understand. Right. I'm, I, I post some things on Facebook not to fight. And, and some people say, you post controversial stuff to get a reaction. I want not a reaction. Yeah. I want a conversation. Right. Well, I used yeah. to do that. And a civil one. <laughs> right. I used to post. I used to just say shit just to get the a stuff, reaction. The, <laughs> stuff that, the stuff that I post that I think will get a reaction are usually the headlines or something. And I'll put like, oh. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I if noticed, I put, yeah. oh, it's yeah. like usually I'm expecting like this is going to set somebody yeah. off, but it's yeah. not wrong. Uh, yeah. But if I just share an article, mm. I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm right. just saying here's some information, and, and I kind of just let it sit and see right. what people say. Um, I'm all for people disagreeing with me. Martel yeah. and I, we've made a podcast on disagreeing. Right. Yeah, him uh, and I, him for the awesome. most part, that's awesome. Well, I mean, we agree with a lot, but when we disagree. We just hash it out, and then we go, okay, what's next? Right. And that's, you know, that's yeah. the end of it. Sometimes we don't even hash it out. We just go, what's next? <laughs> yeah, just, uh, GW, GW is one of my best friends, and, and that buffoon will say a lot of stuff all the time. Yeah. I love him to death. Him and I disagree on so much. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm not judging him based on who he votes for or right. whether oh, you're or not, not he likes statues. No, yeah. I judge him for way more than that. <laughs> I only that's, judge people for who they're voting for. Yeah, I know that's, you do. That's what I. That's, that's why you got back on Facebook during an election year. Yeah, that's why I came back. <laughs> so you know, you know who to hate more. I, right. I, I say that all the time. I'm like, I'm like, man, like, you know, my high, my favorite color is hot pink. Like, I tuck my polo into my khakis. Like, there's so many better reasons to hate me than the color of my skin. You know right. what I mean? Like, I'm a Lakers fan. You know, like, there's so many oh. better reasons to hate I me. I mean, you know? I'm not. I'm I didn't not know for you the, was a Lakers fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not, not for I'm a big Lakers. Well, this is over. You can leave. I don't even follow NBA anymore. I don't even care. I just like mess with people, it, dude. Politics, sports, and religion. Yeah. I said those are three combos you can start in any room of people, uh-huh. whether it's five people or fifty. Yeah, and you'll get arguments. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. My sports team's better than yours. Yep. My religion's right and yep. yours is wrong, or my view of the same God is right and yours is wrong. Yep. And my politician's better than yours. Well, that's why. Period. When we started the show, that was like the the two <laughs> things we were like: no religion, no politics. Oh wow. And we've only done mild sports. Oh, and wow. yeah, we've done miles. I mean, we do talk. We have top religion. I mean, we've talked about it today. Yeah, I was saying we broke we broke that rule. Today. But we are not. Well, <laughs> it's, it's not, not a even, rule. Oh, it's okay. just we don't we don't want to talk religion where it's a controversial thing where people right. feel like oh they they Randy's a Christian so I'm not so he thinks it's better than me and too. Uh, we don't okay. want people to tune out. Yeah, based yeah. on preconceived notions from crappy experiences they've had from the church right. or right. from yeah. the temple or wherever it's coming from. Because I've that. had two crappy experiences. Yeah, through church really and. Let's see. So I, I've told it before. So I grew up. I grew up in a church. Mm-hmm. I mean, my not like 
doing all this other stuff and, and doing this, that, and the other and, yeah. and being. But so I grew up in, when I was a kid, grew up in a church, and then I moved, grew up in, a different, in another church. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I take it back. Grew up in a church, had friends that were Jewish, and for three years went to temple every Saturday, mm-hmm. spoke Hebrew, wow. went to their version of Sunday school on Saturday mornings, uh, read the Torah, did, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Had no issues with it. Moved to another city. Moved to Toronto. Went to church there. Did that. Became a member of that church. Was, you know, doing youth groups and going to church camp and doing all that stuff. Then finally, I just kind of was over, like, the politicking. You were over the the righteousness, the Mm. kind of... Yeah, the establishment. So the... It the, wasn't so much the relationship with Christ, it was the no, people that are... It's the people, it's yeah. the politicking, it's the establishment. And now yeah. today, I eh, we'll just call it agnostic. Yeah. Who knows? I mean... Yeah, I'm with you. I got you. It, it, we could be... It, this This could be a simulation, yeah. like the Matrix. <laughs> Our galaxy could be in a tiny marble being played, you know, by some alien kid. Like the Men in Black. Yeah, like Men in Black. I just watched that the other day. It, I mean, who, if, yeah. if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's... But it, there's just it's a higher power. Just don't know what it is, okay. and that's where I'm kind of at today. It's yeah. it's very much a I have a visceral, vis, visceral, visceral, yeah. visceral, visceral. Look at you in your big words. I know, right? <laughs> Hatred for mega churches, mm. Mm. the money making machine mm. that is a mega church. Like my church was small. Mm-hmm. I I have so dis, so much disdain for. World Harvest for uh, what's his name the the dickhead that's always on TV. Um, which one? Well, I know. Uh, I can't with Drew Carey. No, 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 not that one. The one that does the Sunday morning service I every day. Man, I, I don't know because I'm in the same. He's got like some crazy mega church down in Texas that has like over a million followers. Oh, and I, with the smile. Uh, I'm, I'm Joel. Joel Olstein. Joel. Joel yeah. yeah. There's actually prosperity gospel. The yeah. more you give yeah. me, the more God will yeah. give you. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's actually a Twitter account. This it's uh, I think it's called. Uh, Joel Dickstein or something like that on Twitter. It takes all of his tweets and removes the word God and puts Dick in front instead of. They're funny. It is. They are absolutely hilarious. <laughs> sounds funny. We'll have to. I'll, I'll have you. You have to pull it up and read I'm some dead. of them. I'm dead. But right it, now. it'll just be like you know. You didn't know you were getting into. Yeah. Did you? No, I had no idea what this. And right, it, I'm not. It, <laughs> I don't bring it up to be controversial. I bring it up because it's. Hilarious. <laughs> well, there's a, and this is a satire show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like but yeah, I'm, I'm, I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm just out at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't not care, nor do I. You're care. not out. The old white hairs would say you're searching or seeking. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when people, when, when the old folks would be like, "I've got my grandson. He he's seeking." But uh, <laughs> no, no, your grandson's paying somebody three hundred dollars to drive to a drug deal. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not doing that either. That. So, <laughs> no, I mean, one of the things that got me, I, I've always heard the term "bless, bless their heart." Right? Yeah, I yeah. know you've heard oh, that. Oh, bless your heart, especially down in the south. Bless your heart. Somebody, oh, I, somebody wants to talk bad about somebody, they, they'd say, "Oh man, I can't believe I heard they're sleeping so and so." Bless their heart. So, bless <laughs> oh like, yeah. no, man, just gossip. <laughs> so I heard a new one. I, I used to do maintenance for these. uh Two apartment buildings that were 63 and older, age, uh, age uh, senior living. 
all self-living, but it, you had to be 6'3". It was a, I don't know, government thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one property manager, Connie, black lady mm-hmm. from the South End, loved Connie so much because she did not put up with crap. Oh, like yeah. The old racist white folks and that, especially some of these ladies. Awesome. She would put them in their place, and I'd sit in her office and just grin. I wouldn't say a <laughs> word. And they'd say, what? I'd say, hey, I'm just maintenance. I'd just sit there. But, uh, no, Connie, <laughs> Connie, what you have to do in that is you've got to take applications mm-hmm. in the order they come in. Mm-hmm. If they meet certain qualifications by the state, they get the next available apartment. Okay. If they don't, they don't. That's It was very cut and dry. There was no, well, I can let them in because I feel bad for them. They have a sob story. It was mm-hmm. a government thing. You have to do this, and if you do, you're next on the list. Mm-hmm. If the person skips, you know, if you get skipped, that person loses their job, and the company gets them some big crap. So, like, there was no favorites. You couldn't play favorites. Yeah. Well, after I started working there shortly, one of these old ladies said, hey, what do you think about them folks moving in? So what do you mean them folks? At this point, there were 63 units in this building, I think. Okay. I would say maybe five of them were black. Everybody else was white. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, so uh, I, I said, what do you mean them folks? I said, ah, ever since Connie, and Connie had started six, eight months before I'd started there. Ever since she started here, she's been an awful lot more black people. Wow. I said, well, you know to get in here. You're on a list. Mm-hmm. And if you make the qualifications, you stay on that list. If you don't, you're, you're bumped. You can't live here. Right. Well, it just seems like I said, no, no, no. She said, I, I said, the end. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm i a maintenance guy. I was trying to go to fix something somewhere. And I heard the racist version of bless their heart. She What's said, that? She said, and I quote, well, now we're all God's children, but, and I stopped her right oh, there. I said, wow. I said, don't even say what you're thinking. Wow. I stopped her and I walked away. Now we're all God's children. She's, I said, don't say we're all God's children, but, but and then say yeah. something about black people. Like, wow. you, you can't say we're all God's children, but I'm a better God's child. Wow. <laughs> wow. I grew up singing red and yellow, black and white. Yeah. We're oh, all presidents, like, God's you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which a lot of people have used. And, yeah. But when she's like, well, now we're all God's children. But I was like, but, whoa. Yeah. And later I was thinking about it because I was like, that kind of, that was kind of, yeah. Messed up, dude. Man, that's But up, later yeah. when I heard, when I thought about how she said it, I started laughing. <laughs> I like, and I was like, that's the racist version of saying, bless their heart. Yeah. I was like, wow, man, that's deep, man. That, or it's the it's her old lady version of saying, now, it's okay, I got a black friend. But, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And I was talking this morning with uh, with Derek and a couple other people on our worship team. Uh-huh. They're in the second service. We'll just sit in the green room while mm-hmm. the pastor preaches because we already heard it. And, sure. And we're down there talking about something. And I said, yeah, I got accused of being racist once. And, you know, it's I, you can't just say, well, I've got a black friend, so I'm not racist. Mm. Or no, it's uh, home. Yeah, no, Beth's home with the yeah. boys. They're going to change ahead to her mom's. Um, but somebody called me like a homophobe or something. Mm. I got that I've had I've had gay friends, if you you know, and they've come and gone in my life. And mm. I have, there's a kid that used to be in one of my youth group that came out. Yeah. Cool. Still stay in touch with them when I can. Love mm. the guy. Um, you know, it's I'm not going to shun him because mm. he decided to say, hey. I'm, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. He turned from the church because of the way he was treated from that. So I said, hey, just so you know, like, we cool? He's like, dude, you've never showed me anything other than God's love. Like, wow. we're cool. So I'm like, cool. Just so you know, I'm here. Yeah. Because I know you get a lot of crap. But somebody called me a homosexual one time, and I went, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> and they stopped and looked at me. I said, like, I could sit here and say, no, I've got a gay buddy. <laughs> yeah. But it's so much easier because now 
it's on you to prove I'm racist yeah. rather than me to prove I'm not. Right. I don't have to defend myself. <laughs> I can prove it. And I'll just walk away. Like, you let me know when you have some hard facts. So that's my new thing. If somebody's like, you're racist, I'm just going to, like, prove it. I like that. I'm, I'm not even going to mention I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. taking that home. I'm, I'm just, I just got so tired of having to defend myself. <laughs> well, I got a black friend because that's so cliche. Like, that doesn't mean yeah. maybe I like you, but I don't like, yeah. you know, I, and I can say I worked inner city Columbus doing maintenance yeah. for three years. That's awesome. I walked up to a house where they're shooting dice and there's guns and drugs laying out. Like, nice. and yeah. sometimes that I saw that happen with black people in one part of town and with yeah. white people in the other part of town. Yeah, well. So, um, for me, it didn't become a racism thing. It was an inner city thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw Mexicans doing stuff. Yeah. You know, like I just saw people making tacos, living. <laughs> oh, dude, there was a taco truck down Ooh. down near Mount Vernon Avenue. Ooh. It stayed there year round. They just shut down during the winter. But dude, slamming tacos. <laughs> little Mexican lady looked like a little Mexican grandma cooking yeah. up. She's like, "What you? You know, what you want, baby?" And I tell her, "Oh, love it." Man. But uh, yeah, love so tacos. I just yeah. love tacos. I Same. just got so tired of trying to defend myself because people yeah. want to people want to point at. I guess me or, or Martel or other white mm-hmm. people and say you're racist or they want to point at anybody and say yeah. you're homophobic because yeah. you're, you're a Christian. Yeah. You hate gays. Yeah. I don't hate gays. Right. Not all of them. <laughs> no. Uh, it's not a gay thing, though. It's a personality. I, 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 actually, yeah. actually, yeah. I, I've told people I don't hate anybody. I dislike a whole lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. There's people out there that I hate. Oh, I know. Like I said, you need Jesus. <laughs> you well, need, you so, need Jesus. So yeah. speaking of that. I found the Twitter account. It's called Joel Dongstein. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> so, so if you're a uh, uh, super conservative Christian, that's a fan of Demax that's listening. Just turn this and down. you haven't yeah. turned yeah. off yet. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the so this, this is yeah. a good one though. This is this because they're jokes, people. They're jokes. Don't waste your time worrying. Your dick is on a throne. His promise is to work out. His plan is for you. To, is his plan for your life? I can't read for shit. Let me start over. <laughs> that's a common occurrence. Yeah, that's common. <laughs> Don't waste your time worrying. Your dick is on the throne. His he's promised to work out his plan for your life. His plan is better than your plan. So he just re- they just replaced the word God with dick. Okay, huh. first of all, someone mine... responded. Oh no, mine hits the side every time I push. His plan better be rewarding. <laughs> nope. I hate it when it touches the toilet. Let it go. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff. This is what we do. You'll find more often. Yeah. I couldn't go one show without doing something. He said, let it go. <laughs> I, I've been trying to keep, for, for the Mac's sake, I'm trying to keep this one. Uh, uh, shoot. Uh, I guess today's standards is PG-13, but back when we were growing up, this would have been rated R conversation. Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I've the whole thing is seven times. I, I want <laughs> you get one f bomb right on the no. PG thirteen. Back then you didn't. Oh yeah, no. Back then you could. Yeah, one was it one? one. Yeah, you, you one. were allowed. I, one. I thought it was so much. It was like no nudity. No, now it's and then now, now it's, like rated. If there was any nudity at all, it's rated R. Now it's just like you yeah. pull up Netflix. That's normal. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, watching, it's rated like, M for mature. Yeah. Well, yeah. some but some have watched that rated PG thirteen or R. Even I'm like, that seems a little bit slip a nip, whatever. <laughs> Well, I do that. Just, just my butt crack shows more than anything. Right? It's like the story you told last week. Yeah, <laughs> no Judd or Judd in your underwear. Yeah, yeah my uh, I had underwear the whole house and on my edge of the couch upstairs, and oh, yeah. didn't realize I had a hole in my underwear. So, so my boys <laughs> was hanging out, and my my one year old comes over and looks down, looks at me all quizzically. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, and he went boop. 
<laughs> just kind of just kind of tag the left one a little. So. I told that full story last week's episode. So yeah, uh, those underwear got thrown away. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it was last week. Thrown out that day. Yeah. The, uh, they're gone. Last week or two weeks ago. So I don't know. Yeah, I cannot relate to that story, but it's it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're not. You're a. So you are a. Uh, independent, yeah. Christian rapper. Yep, we covered that. Who is black? Yep, but loves all what? things. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? You're black? What? You're black? The jigs up, guys. <laughs> oh man, sorry. I thought it was a bodysuit. <laughs> One of the morph suits, but brown. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, where do you think? Where do you think it's going to take you, man? Where do you think life's going to take you? You know, um, we're going back to that ten-year question. Oh uh, yeah, and I you don't it. even have to answer. You can say, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, like, like, like once again, like I said, like so much is unknown right now. But I do, uh, you know, we always talk about the independent aspect of it, like you know, of funding things, you know, to keep the thing running, yeah. like absolutely, which yeah. is important. You know what I'm saying? But like the reason, like you're an independent artist, is because you're also an artist, right? You love right. to create, and with um, you know, 27 cancellations, right? Um, I usually fund all my own production. You know, everything that I put out, I fund it myself. You know, everything. When I first met you, you were in like a beat up old. Van, you remember? Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, dude, I remember that van. You remember I can Ron you Burgundy? Yeah. <laughs> I can, I can picture you rolling up in that. I was like, yeah. dude, I know the struggle. Yeah. So, um, so with that though, like, just because like you go through a struggle, like losing twenty seven shows, the creative aspect of you that never goes away, right? You know, so I'm always creating, I'm always writing. So, um, like right now. I don't know if I should, like, I don't know. Anyway, right now I have an opportunity. Hey, you can do whatever you, hey, you want. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> we don't care. Okay. Well, I'm working on it, but I have an opportunity um, to, my producer, he's worked out of Nashville these last couple of years. He's nominated for a Grammy, he's, but he's always worked in the Christian music industry. He, so he's, 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 he's done stuff for Toby Mac, all those type of guys, right? I don't well, remember that name. Yeah, yeah. So he got promoted. Well, he does in DC Talk. He, oh. he got promoted. Now he's in a studio in Tampa, and this is the same studio where Michael Jackson's recorded. Wow. Dr. Dre recorded The Chronic in the studio. Wow. Look, I don't know if I'm supposed to announce this, but one of the top <laughs> rappers in the industry is like literally booked a 40-hour block to record there this month. You know what I'm saying? So that's where he's working now, and he's playing with the same tools like that Drake records with, 21 Pilots. So, like, we're still homies. and he 21 wants, Pilots. Exactly. Columbus Boys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shout he's out using to, Pro Tools. Yeah. So, but the mic, <laughs> he's using garage, here's the man. thing, but the inputs and the microphone he uses, not Pro Tools. Like, yeah. oh, that's the thing. No. My producer has those same tools now, and he wants to work with me. That's and, what's up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and if, if this would have been last year, I'd be like, you know, he gave me that bottom line. I was like, all right, you know, let me get, let me get on the road, do this grind, and I'll see you in the fall. That's been taken away from me, right? But there's still that, that desire to create. So, up until this point, I've funded everything I do, but like, like I'm really like looking at for this season since I can't rely on that. I'm 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 looking to rely on this all ten fans I have out there. So I'm probably going to crowdsource <laughs> and try to have this new album made. So like a Kickstarter, GoFundMe, something like that, or Patreon, just to make this project happen. Because this is a crazy opportunity, right? You know what I'm saying? So that immediate aspect, that's what I'm working on right now. So, so let me ask you this: we yeah. we have a Venmo that we blast for people that want to support the show. Uh, Brandon Dash Martell on Venmo. Uh-huh. If you want to support Podbean, uh, Podbean. <laughs> We we just actually I just paid you for podcast. Yeah, we still uh, support Buckhorn Podcast. You sit it there. Is there somewhere we can have folks send you money like that? Do you have a Venmo, PayPal? Oh, like if somebody's just yeah, listening at work and says, sure. "I'd like to give this PO guy box. twenty bucks," yeah. like anything helps. I know what it's like to yeah to work as an artist, sure. and I've not even done a full time, so I don't have the pressure. <laughs> so, 
like I don't know I what it's like to work time. at that level, right? <laughs> Just like I don't know what it's like to be black. I don't know what it's like to be full time on the road. But how can people, if they just want to donate to you right now, is there any way they can do that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I have a PayPal, I have Venmo, um, so like I, I have I have direct links on my website. My website is I am Demac D A M A C dot com. We'll put all that in the show notes. Yeah, I appreciate it. If like Venmo and like PayPal, anything like that, it's just Demac music so d-a-m-a-c m-u-z-i-k we hip-hop it out you know what i'm saying you oh. had to, yeah. <laughs> at gmail.com yeah i mean i mean heaven forbid you just write music you know <laughs> like it's spelled it's supposed to be spelled like Jeez. who does that <laughs> after you just say you're talking about your cardigans and stuff <laughs> i mean it, it is just one letter off from elevator music Muzak, yeah <laughs> so yeah uh yeah. people yeah. reach out if you can send this this guy five bucks that's yeah. a, that's a burger and a fry for him yeah you real know? talk you know happy meal <laughs> that way, i don't even ask for a big mac just yeah. a happy meal bro <laughs> i think something um yeah no but let's let's support this guy this, yeah I mean, here's look. the thing about and, and i've wanted to have you on the show for a while mm-hmm. and we've talked about it before and then COVID hit and all this yeah. stuff and you're you're traveling, and uh-huh. when you're in Ohio, you may only be in Ohio long enough to do your show, sleep, and hit right. the road. So I get right. it. Um, but man, I, I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, are you, man. Are you ending the show? I'm not. No, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm having a good time. I can record for another three, four hours if we want. I mean, we've only been I going just two hours to, and forty five minutes. We've been, we're almost going three hours. Yeah. You Quit sure. playing with my emotions. <laughs> you killed me, dude. I, yeah. I wish you lived here so you could go to our show. Like, you'd be oh, a good third. You'd be a good third. This would be awesome. You got, you got like that deep, mellow voice when you get all serious, and then you have all these funny little Yeah, we've been, we've actually, we've been going for two, uh, two hours and 30 minutes. Oh, two nice. hours and 40 minutes. That's so this crazy. will probably be a multiple show thing. Now I'm going to put it all out at one show. Do it. Nice. Joe Rogan I mean, style. I mean, Drop it's... It. It, that's the that's the beauty of this. We're, we're freeform. I mean, it can be... Yeah. We've down to 35-minute show. We have recorded a four-hour show, and I've split it into two, three, two three, three? Or three or four shows. Oh, wow. I mean, we can just put it up however we feel like putting That's it up. Fine. That's fine. I awesome. just want to make sure people – and I'm going to pump this up, too, because I want to make sure people know, hopefully they've listened to this point and they've heard what you're dealing with mm. across the board because yeah. COVID's affected us all in different ways. Right. For me, it's made it inconvenient for me to go into a place. That's it. Mm. My only inconvenience is if I have to run to Ace Hardware for work or if I want to go to the grocery store, mm. which I – no, I try to avoid grocery stores. I feel that. But my work has stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still playing at church. Mm-hmm. People weren't at our church for the longest time. We were just live streaming. But I was still going right. to play, and then I would watch from home the weeks I wasn't playing. Yeah. But for me, it hasn't changed that much. For Martel, it's For changed. me, it's made it super inconvenient to go into the office, and yeah. I am just heartbroken. He has to walk <laughs> down the hall. <laughs> the commute to work is just terrible. It is awful. <laughs> I am burning what so is, much From gas. your bed to your desk, it's got to be, what, 18 steps? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> down the hall. So, but, but it, it, that, you know, it's affected him, but not in a bad way no for me actually for, <laughs> the reality is for for in my case yeah. it's it's been an upside like oh, wow. the whole awesome. covid thing yeah. has not been a downer for me it's it's been positive because my boss once he was trying to implement something where it was more of a work from home okay type of deal yeah. he wanted to work from home he lives just as far from the office as i do we're we're about a 40 minute drive wow so he lives just as far as i do he wants to do more work from home. So yeah. when this happened, it was like, does anybody have any objections? Like, does anybody, the question was, does anybody want to come back to the office to work? Right. They asked that question across our entire company. 
Seven people said yes. Wow. You know what that is? That's seven people. And, and this isn't. That's seven people that can't deal with their spouses. It's, it's mm, either seven people who can't real. deal with their spouses or, or, or that, or they live alone and that may be the only human interaction mm, they get. But they're, they're not so getting good. that human interaction at the office it's now still, either. It's still, well. It's, because they moved them. I mean, <laughs> maybe they, them they, said they can get in one office for them seven people. That's like the size of this room. And no, they, I mean, they work. literally separated. They said, all right, you're coming back. You're not going back to your office. You're going to go to oh, this so building over go, here, gotcha. and we're going. You're, there's going to be but essentially a cubicle. In what I was saying though, if they're voting that, they're voting because they want that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. not that they got it, but, but yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm just uh, like, aside from the gym closing for a bit, your life got better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I still the gym closed, but you still worked out at home. I still, I still were, clock in at the same time. Still clock out at the same but time. No commute. Wow. Now there's no commute. I go out, sit on my deck with. A beer or a whiskey, depending on the day, because yeah. I only drink on certain days. All right, on. Um, uh, any day that ends in Y. Um, <laughs> and then I don't have to take my kids anywhere. Like my yeah. mother-in-law comes to pick the kids up. Wow. Every other day, so on like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I just have to go pick them up occasionally. Dude. Wow. So, yeah, your life's gotten better. Mine hasn't. And changed. I don't go anywhere anyway because I don't like people. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. like, yeah. This so is your perfect. year, man. Yeah. <laughs> Martel's like, this is fine. Move yeah. it all the way. Let's struggle totally. to speak up. So we've, we've kind of got three three people here. Three, and this is what I've talked about with the racism, with everything, with yeah. the the religion, the the church experiences growing up. Yeah. We've had three very different experiences yeah. with COVID because fascinating. It obviously has drastically affected you. Yeah. Me, it's minorly, very, very minorly affected. Like, yeah. if I go to a gas station now, I'm used to maybe going to get like a slushy or a water. But if I don't have to pee, I just don't go inside. Right. I stop. I get my gas. Yeah. I, I go on. Right, yeah. Hell, I even That's sold only... my car. Yeah. Sold, <laughs> sold your car during COVID. <laughs> the gift just keeps on giving. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't driving. It, so I might as well sell it. You sit here now like, wow, thanks for bragging, guys. <laughs> I'm about to start selling here. some organs, you know, just pay bills. You know, I'm glad you guys are doing good. <laughs> well, I, I think you can sell a kidney for about 30000 Word? <laughs> you only need one. Stop playing with his emotions. <laughs> Start playing with my kidneys. Let's do this. That's weird. I mean, you're in circle, but I guarantee you there's somebody here that needs some organ you got. Um, yeah, but no, it, it's just funny to see. This is what I've loved talking to people that are fun loving people like the three of us are. We're just so awesome. Um, Martel is so I much am. fun to be around all I the am. time. You are, man. Uh, <laughs> I am a. Joy, I'm a delight. Well, here's the thing: your your biggest thing is you get cranky about stuff. But if I just I let you go, you're not bad to be around. No, you just vent. Yeah, but then I vent to you too. So it's like yeah. I don't see see it as well, a that's bad all the show is for. The show is just for me to vent. To vent. <laughs> <laughs> so I can get out my you frustration. Put, you put all the money into all this gear for it, so you you do with it what you want. Awesome. But yeah, it's just funny to hear the different stories of growing yeah. up. You know, small town. I grew up in Columbus on the west side, and then moved down mm-hmm. here in middle school. So. Mm-hmm. I've been yeah, <laughs> I've been back and forth, and then uh, your story is obviously very different than ours, so it's really cool. That's cool. Um, seeing how everything's going. So, yeah. what would be? Yeah. What I asked about your your best concert, and you mm-hmm. talk about those people that were stopping and coming up and getting saved. Mm-hmm. What's the worst concert you did? Don't have to name a venue or names. Okay. But if you can describe, oh, I wouldn't yeah. necessarily say they were being saved. 
It was pretty dangerous from what I said, from what I heard of them running across the street. <laughs> nah, dude. Hey, I didn't tell that part. They didn't even put the car in park. Jesus took the wheel. <laughs> they, they, they levitated over the crowd on angels' wings. It's cool. I mean, I didn't talk about the casualties. I was told the good story. <laughs> and if you want to save right now, we'll pray for you. Send money to Brandon Josh Martell. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, I, I definitely have one, man. But it's like, once again, it, I don't know why. Like it goes back to the church, you know what I mean? Uh, but it, and it had nothing to do with the performance. I, I can't remember the performance at all. You must but, have sucked then. <laughs> Not yeah. that memorable. Yeah. Well, it was. It was in this. Once again, it's in a small town. In this church, their whole thing was: we want young people in our building because without young people, our church will eventually die. We'll do anything. Which and literally they do want that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. literally anything. They do want that. I went yeah. to a church one time. I was called my, the second church I was yeah. youth pastor at. Yeah. 13 members, uh-huh. when my buddy started the pastor there, which was a couple years before I went over, uh-huh. the average age was 63. Wow. And they literally paid off building, yeah, sure. good community around them, sure. but literally they were like, we're it, guys. Right. Nobody knew coming in. We're down to 13 members. So I get right. it. Yeah. And they always say, we want young people here. Right. But they're not always willing to let go of. What I've learned is they don't they want they 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 want young people but they want young people that act like sixty year olds. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, yeah. So so remember this their their line when they booked us was we want young people filled in our church. That just remember that line, okay? So they they rented uh, uh ramps to get a skate park thing going on in the parking lot. They did this whole outdoor concert. That's pretty thing. cool. So they, they rented skate ramps so, so skaters could come through. They 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 hired the tour. You had a rapper. You had rock bands. Was this the treehouse tour? Or? Yes, treehouse. Yes. <laughs> Never forget this experience. All right. So so you got the treehouse at the yeah. mansion and this on the same tour. It was an extreme yes. tour for sure. <laughs> so but get this, like so the parking lot was popping. Youth everywhere, teenagers everywhere, kids everywhere. It's popping. Yeah, that's what you want. That's that what, was the goal. That's what they wanted. But they wanted them in the church. They said they want to fill their church, right? Get this. Storm clouds come out of nowhere. Storms. We 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 um we we have to run, get the electronics get the gear, in. Yep. They say everybody get in the church. Remember this. Oh, everybody no. get in the church. Their church is filled with young people. Filled with youth, filled with teens, something they always wanted. So what do we do? We didn't have time to set up electricity or sound system. Guy grabs a guitar, starts doing worship songs. Shut up. I start rapping over uh, over strings, just stuff. So we have this cool, intimate, acoustic concert. Yeah. We share Jesus. A powerful night, right? Powerful, right? Yeah. I mean, sounds. I'm. I'm. I'm in yeah. your story. Yeah. Right. Night's over. We like we weren't you know we weren't divas or anything so we said hey if you open up the youth room we'll sleep in the youth room we brought sleeping bags we're sleeping that night they pull aside the person in charge of the uh, tour the leaders of the church and they wanted to kick us out of the church in the middle of the night because somebody got a stain on the carpet during the concert Shut so forget up. that you had a room full of youth a, a building full of youth we shared the gospel. Forget that we didn't come for money. Forget that we slept in your youth room. You wanted to kick us out in the middle of the night because there was a stain on the carpet. Get a carpet cleaner. Thank you. That's that's my cigarette button. My one cigarette yeah, button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the punk rock Seven party. acre yeah. property. Yeah. And I was just like, that was like, it, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. 
They end up letting well, us stay there. Why did you shouldn't have been trying? <laughs> I'm gonna say that they stayed off the floor. <laughs> Turns it was, out it was really old ranch. <laughs> Somebody dropped the ranch. So yeah, uh, we they end up letting us stay for the night, but we had to leave in the morning. But yeah, that, that's always left a bad taste in my mouth. It's like, what's more that's important? Crazy, to you, you know. So See, you know, it's you know, it's funny. You got the treehouse from the guy in the mansion and got to do your thing. Yeah, and he's like, you ain't staying in my mansion, but I'll give you treehouse free reign. Yeah. That's almost a more enjoyable experience than yeah. sleeping in a youth room and dealing with that. <laughs> like, it's the, sad that... The, yeah, the odor's in a youth room, by the way. <laughs> you know, just, dude, 10 years as a youth pastor. Oh, you already know. Winter retreat, yeah. you should have been staying in them dorms. Yeah. Dude, when I was when I finally was, like, re- leading the camp and got my own room in a different building, I was like, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I'm so tired of sleeping. Like, oh, oh yeah. hundreds of teams. But, yeah, we, we did... Uh, I mean, I shared my one story, and you shared yours, yeah. and... and when I went to that church I was talking about, they had the old wooden pews, yeah, and it was a split level. So you, you've been to these churches. I oh, know. Yeah. You go in the front door, you either go upstairs yep. or downstairs. Yep. There's no lobby, narthex, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, vestibule. So you go upstairs, and there's two rows of pews, center aisle, blah, blah. Well, there was an overflow because, you know, back in the day, you have a revival. Yeah. You open up the curtains, more pews. Well, that overflow was yeah. just packed. We called it the well. With the well. Nice. Throw people in the well. That's what, get that's down the, there. Get down there. Put the lotion on your skin. Um, but the pews were like facing the wrong way. They're just okay. stacked for storage. Because yeah. 13 people in this church would hold probably 100. Right. Maybe 80, 100. But um, there's an old futuristic looking thing from the 70s that mm-hmm. used to be an organ, I think. Like just stuff wouldn't use. Mm-hmm. And we were like, hey, if we get rid of these pews, sell them off, that'll bring an income. We get rid of this organ. It's not worth anything, but let's get out. And we can make this like a gathering place. Okay. For before after service because there's no narthex. Right. And a dude got upset that we want to get rid of pews. Not because they were pews, but because there's nameplates on the end. Okay. Right? So you've seen the churches with different, like, dedicated to or sure. memory yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My old church and has he one. said, he said, somebody's family and, you know, parents or whatever paid for that or they paid for it in memory of their parents. Yeah. He said, this is an board meeting. I was on the board at the time. He was like, what, how would you feel? If somebody came in the church and found out that pew had been sold. And I said, how would you feel if you went to the church and looked at every pew being used and found out yours was in storage? <laughs> wow. And then the pastor at the time finally like in it all. He's like, I'll tell you what. He said, you can find every name on that pew hmm. and look at our attendance or our register for the last 10 years. And if you find one name on there, we'll keep them all. Hmm. <laughs> and between my question and then what the pastor kind of presented, we, we said, okay, here's what we'll do. We don't want to just, this church was founded by people. Mm-hmm. We want to honor them. We took the plaques off, made a plaque, like a big plate, put all of them on there. Yeah. You know, said something about how they were. That's all they really paid the for anyway was the plaque. Right. They didn't yeah. play, but, the, but the, I was the like, pew was the, already there. The yeah. guy, but it's yeah. like the stain thing. Like the guy's like, what if somebody comes in and sees their pew in here? I'm like, dude, it's it's stacked on another one in storage. Like, <laughs> right, right. that would upset me. Right, right. Yeah. But, so, I, but this church, when we took over, there's no kids, no teens. Yeah. The the basement doors for all the classrooms were swollen shut, and when we busted open the door of the nursery. It was like shag carpet, raggedy and Andy wallpaper. Nice. Like it, it not been like kids not been that nothing creepy dang. about that at all. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, when I when I when I painted the youth room one time, I was staying there till like nine, ten, eleven at night, yeah. painting and stuff. And I was playing like Joe Dirt on VHS, you know, on the <laughs> on TV VHS, cart. I love it. Because I, I, I was the only one in the whole church, and it's yeah. an old building. And it was yeah. a tinier one, too. It wasn't massive. But, dude, I swore so many times I was hearing things. I was like, <laughs> all right, well, there's only one way in this room. It's one of those rooms you walk down like a little hall, and then it yeah. opens up. And I was like, if I see something coming, 
I'm just going full speed towards it because I either run through it oh, or yeah. we we have it out and that's the end. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> if you're here, let's go. But uh, yeah, it's just it's so funny to see how different people. Mm-hmm. I, I know they say they want it, but people are not willing to. Talking about putting things on pedestals. People say don't worship idols, and so many churches worship the church building yes. itself. Yeah, 100%. And I'm going. Don't sit here and tell me, you know, don't go to church, be the church, or God, you know, it's yeah. the body. We are the church, right? And then get mad at staying on a carpet, right? That's what I mean. Right, or cigarette butt in the parking lot. That's part of my whole argument. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. I agree with you on that. And that, my aunt gives us my sister and I. So she lives down in Florida, and she gives us so much. Like crap, mm-hmm. because I don't go to church. I I quit going. God, who knows? Twenty. He probably does. He oh, well, he probably does. <laughs> if he exists, mm. Mm. that's that agnostic stuff. <laughs> um, no, but I, it's it's probably been like twenty five years. How old are you guys? <laughs> I'm forty. Oh, for real? I'm yeah. thirty seven. Okay. Oh, How old are you? I'm, I'm 33. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess I never really thought about your. I don't judge people based on their age, Demac. Actually, (laughs) 25 years, man, you're old. It's probably yeah. It's probably been. You should have been like 26. (laughs) (laughs) I got mad at people less when I was one. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Watch it. You've had you've had your moment on the show. Next week we say all we want. I know. I know. Um, uh, No, it's it's probably been 25. Five years. Okay. I mean, it's been it's been quite a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I graduated like twenty two years ago. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. it's been quite a while. Um. Because of non like nonsense like that right. like that yeah. it, it there's there's no place for yeah. for that type of stuff and so like my aunt is she is every Sunday boom even before my grandmother passed away she was before she began bedridden, she was trying to get to church every day and she would, wow. but she would never said anything to like me or my sister. Mm-hmm. And then I, at one point it, I had made a comment to her about after my dad had passed away mm-hmm. and told her she could stick things where sons don't shine. Um, gotcha. when it came to religion, yeah. none of her sons, no, well, she only had one. <laughs> um, so, and, but like she, my, my aunt will go, I really, you two, you two really need to find a church. Hmm. I'm like, no, no, we we don't. Like my sister response was, she's like, you don't have to go to church to be spiritual or religious. Hmm. And I'm like, yeah, like you don't have to, you don't have to go to church to, to read a Bible. You don't have to go to church to do any of this stuff. And Sarah's response was, well, you don't even, and I'm like, Stop. <laughs> we don't. Down, this road doesn't need to go down this path because yeah. I ain't in the mood. So, yeah. and, and I, you know, there's part of me that I agree with that. You don't have to go to a building, no, to be saved. To be, I mean, there are times you probably may you may not step in an actual quote unquote church right. for a while, but right. you're still having these little services. These little, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and that's the other thing I don't like about churches. What the buildings. Hmm. I like architecture. Mm-hmm. I like a church. I like church, steeple, building, pews. Bah, bah, bah. If I'm going into a church, I want to see a church. Well, you ain't going, so shut up. Right. <laughs> well, occasionally, I do have to go to one. But like the old Gothic cathedrals that are in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. like in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. are astounding. They're amazing. They're beautiful. Yeah. These mega churches that are basically putting up pole barns, like oversized pole barns, 
Uh, well, I was going to say you don't get the get you don't get that cathedral without the megachurch kind of money. Uh, <laughs> well, no, you do because that cathedral is was built in eighteen fifty. That's probably someone built before that or before. Mm. I mean, they have they have the the stone marker in the wall. Usually, Actually, that's how you get those. The megachurches are Joel, who right. you know is praying on the weak and elderly, asking for money. Yeah. Praying on them instead of praying for them. Joel, oh, Joel Dongstein. Oh, that'll preach. That's it's, heavy. You that's a that song idea, right? About that's a song. Hey, all I need is a credit. I don't need money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like one of those in parentheses, like it's your song. Yeah. With, like co-written by Randy Nelson. Yeah. Even Except you, you, just, that line. you just gave him like two words. It doesn't matter. That's like enough to claim credit. Wow. Praying on I'll check so it out on your IMDb. <laughs> I actually have one. Nice. I didn't make it. I didn't know it until somebody else found it and told me. But for well, being on Fat Guys, fat in, the guys woods, in the Woods, <laughs> I have an IMDb. You what, what's that? I was on a survival reality show called Fat Guys in the Woods. What? Uh, I can show you a little bit after we get done here. Uh, yes. Let's wrap this up so I can yeah. see this. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're man, at three now, hours anyway. Now I wow. Forgot, now I forgot what I was going to say about the churches. I don't even remember something. what you said with the, the two phrase. Oh, you're talking about the how you like it. And to me, I, I get that, too, because I, like, I came from a traditional church, mm-hmm. and then we built – it wasn't a pole barn, but we built a more modern building. Okay. They were called multi-purpose buildings yeah. around 2000. But um, I didn't – I missed some of the – our church I grew up in was a brick church, had a steeple, had a bell, mm-hmm. um, had pews, and I missed a lot of that. But at the new building, again, if if I'm not going to worship the building and worry about carpet stains, I can't say, well, if it's a church, I want it to look like this, yeah. me personally. Right. But that being said, like the church we get to now is a bigger church. It's not a mega church. It's very community and mm-hmm. very family oriented. They want to see you get plugged in with people. It's not about how much money we can make. Right. Um, then the other church, that one of the churches I love is Church on Como in Columbus. Uh, it's my Uncle Tim's church. They started in a strip mall. Somebody said, hey, I've got an empty building. Yeah. You guys can use it. Uh, they started a recovery program, getting people out of prison, off drugs, uh, getting them jobs. So they Hangovers. Work. <clears throat> yeah, more than a That's hangover. Awesome. Like hard narcotics. <laughs> and, well, actually, some of my friends have gotten to hard narcotics and, and heavy drugs. Oh, are clean seven, eight years now wow, because of this program. So like, guys I grew up with and yeah. I saw really run away. Um, but they bought one of these old churches. I think it was built in like 1950, and it's got it had like a drop ceiling. They removed it and found all these the original beams yeah. still mm-hmm. there and everything. So they left it open, and it's got like that old traditional look. And when me and Derek play there, like it sounds you'll walk a up there, whole lot better. People will be well. It's not even that because quality wise, like our church sounds phenomenal. Like we've had national artists play at our church. Sounds yeah, great. but this is an acoustic things versus a yeah. But but what's cool about that one is like I need to get you there because. We go there. You'll walk in, and there'll be three, four people on the front stoop smoking cigarettes. They'll pull them out right before service. Like Dude, it's just awesome. yeah, because well, in the program, they're like, "Don't stop smoking cigarettes. Yeah. We're trying to get you off like crack or heroin. Smoke your cigarettes, <laughs> like, like seriously, because that that and that's what yeah. a lot of it leads people back. But with that cigarette, they can work on the harder stuff. Oh wow, that's powerful. But uh, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know this. that. Um, I didn't know that. But you go in there though. But those people that are genuine, genuinely seeking and searching and, and want yeah. to know God. So when we go up there and played worship, dude, it's like, it could be 30 people, mm-hmm. but it's like goose, like I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Yeah, I man. love playing there because those people yeah. do not judge because they have been, they've been down to the, do, the the dumps, the bottoms of their life right. and they've got a second chance. 
So like you walk in, they just love on you. And it's just like, it's one of the coolest experiences, but it's this little tiny church with no parking lot. Wow. It's only on street. And it's in surrounded by houses. Like it, it's the coolest little church, but yeah, I, I do. I like a lot of the traditional stuff too. And I love, I love the old, old cathedrals. that yeah, look like I like castles. the old cathedrals, but the only reason those guys are loving on you is because they're on Molly. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But uh, oh, your beard is so soft. <laughs> we put LSD in the coffee, so uh, <laughs> love it there. Love it there. Yeah, All but right. no, that's that's cool. All right, we've been at this for three hours. We just rolled over three hours, so wow, we should probably wrap it up. Probably should. Yeah, I mean, we can go another three hours. <laughs> what's what's been your longest episode? This. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, the one with Jimmy might have been. Well, that one I broke up, though. Yeah, we split okay. it up. Right I split on. it up. I think the one with Mo and Jason was probably one of our longest episodes. Yeah, okay. yeah that was a long one. It was like two and a half hours. Hmm. That's because Jason's in Arizona and Mo's in Dayton. It took a long time to get information here. Yeah. Hmm. That was that was a fact. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> dumb jokes, just like my dumb memes. <laughs> I love that's your memes, personally. Everybody loves me. <laughs> oh, I, that's it. Oh, I hey, can you can you freestyle or give us a verse right now? You want to do that? A verse, or uh, you just want me to pick up my phone and play something for Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like this is the back of the rabbit. It's, it's, it's full produ- production. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, like, well, I, like I said, I've been doing a lot of writing recently, and so what um, you want, man, this one. Let's see if I get it right. It's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of long, right? Okay, okay. All right, so it goes. How remember the word became flesh, Christ Messiah descended. Has the story go, plenty of people offended. Has the story go, Christ in the synagogue stood before the people and gave them this monologue. The spirit of God is in me. My words are anointed. I bring good news. I'm here for the poor, oppressed, the abused. You're now set free by the king of the Jews. Yeah, hold up. I got another one. He was sitting with tax collectors, eating with the sinners, crossed the line. Pharisees were offended, but Christ divine came to preach. Listen in to the words that I teach. Listen in this time that I speak. I'm here for the weak. I'm here for the lost because the pain is deep. Uh, and the Bible say, yeah, the word of God, he spat on the ground. Proceed to make mud with it. The blind man wiped it from his eyes. Praise God, he can now see the sunshine. Who, who checks in at the clinic? Who goes to the ER? We are losing focus and losing it quick. Who needs doctors to help the sick? And it goes, uh, uh, the second verse was, uh, sorry, this is new stuff. So that, no, that, no, that, no, it's that, good. That, that was the Dude, first verse. That, that, that last couple bars yeah. there was, All right. so that's it the, got me. That's the first verse. And, that, and then the second verse goes, since I have a moment, I'm going to take it. I'm a sinner and I'm sacred. Rap tight, rep my king on the verse. Uh, dang it. See, this is how, this is how new it is. Let me run it one more time. I'm running back one more time. Okay, so second verse goes. Since I have a moment, I'ma take it. I'm a sinner and I'm sacred. Rap tight, rep my king on the verse. Yes, dang it. What is it? It ended the same. Yeah, I know. That's another thing. I'm a Christian. Okay, okay, all right, I got it. All right, last time, last time. Last time. Last time, all right. Since I have a moment, I'ma take it. I'm a sinner and I'm sacred. Rap tight, rep my king on the verse. Above all things, I'm a Christian first. Yeah. Disclaimer over, but our pain ain't over. We've been sold and bought it. We've been raped and ah, dang it, I messed it up. Oh man, I'm sorry, guys. No, it's, it's so new. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I kind of like that you messed up, and we're going to leave it like this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. here's the reason: when we screw up reading, when we screw up, we've 
like I said early, yeah. one of the things people say they like about us is we're just real. Yeah, yeah. They feel yeah. like they're sitting on the porch with a couple buddies. Yeah. Hanging out, having a beer, whatever they do. Um, but this is what I like. Yeah. I like real. That's the realness. You're working through this song right yeah. now. Now I'm more excited to hear it. Yeah. I don't want you to finish it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Don't no. finish uh, yeah. The don't song finish is finished. I just don't have it memorized yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of interested to hear it when it's all like produced. So That's um, one of the new songs I want to record, though. But it is finished. I just haven't memorized it, apparently. But that's so. part of being no, an artist, too. Right? the yeah. ball there. <laughs> well, here's, here's another thing. People, when I'm working on something... Yeah. When I tell Beth, I'll build you this, or I'll fix this, or I'll do this, uh, and people are watching over me and going, well, what, why do you do that? Why didn't you do it this way? I'm like, yeah. chill. Well, what did you do that? Chill. Like, I've been doing this for five years, 10 years, yeah. 20 years. Chill. Yeah. And it's kind of like Bob Ross, right? You watch Bob Ross, and he's painting, he's throwing these, oh, yeah. these collars on the camera. She's like, oh, what's he doing? Yeah. He had by the end, By the end, yeah. it's, it's not anything any of us saw except yeah. him. So I kind of like that. It's very real and raw yeah. because you're showing where you're at in the process. Yeah. So, no, I like so, that you messed up like two so, or three times. Doesn't matter that I suck. Let's just go with that part. No, no, <laughs> Let's go with Randy's not. perspective. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 that's what I'm saying is I'm not going to say, oh, well, he messed up because he forgot the lines. I'm saying you literally are going, yeah. I'm in the process. I just wrote this. Yeah. It's new. I'm saying I get it. Yeah. Because yeah, I've had yeah, people yeah. like, what are you doing? What are you? I know you've done it, too. I mean, it, it can be with computer work. If yeah. you're saying I'm going to fix this problem. Oh, yeah. And five, ten minutes later, somebody goes, what are you doing? Where are you doing it? Well, yeah. here's where I'm at. Well, it's going to take me two and a half days to fix it. Yeah, it's like two. <laughs> and I only really need the half day to fix it. The other two days to make you think I'm working on it. That's to that get that too. extra income. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, it's, it's just there's always a process, right? Yeah. yeah. There's always a, uh, like in a painting, this is a, a painting, and I had a buddy made these for me. Oh, wow. He retired, moved to Florida, said, hey, I made some, I've been trying to this stuff. I said, can you make me some? He's like, Hey, I have two sets, and he's like, yeah, yeah. I don't like the ones, and he sent them to me anyway. I said, send them anyway. I don't care. I want them. Yeah. And I love them. That's and awesome. he showed them to me when they're half done. I've got a couple of paintings of his back there I need to hang. But he's like, man, I don't like this. And, and I said, well, keep doing it when you get to finish. Let me see. And he got done. He's like, I don't like how it turned out. And I was like, I love it. Self, it's but That's that self-critical it is. artist. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. I also, awesome. like when he shows me stuff in process, I go, okay, what do you, like, I'm, I'm anxious. I, I don't say nothing. Because yeah. where most people... There's a whole thread of people who, for a graphic designer, yeah. made a website years ago. It was clients from hell, mm. and people like be like, "I want this," and he'd design it for them, and they'd be like, "No, I want this," and he'd be yeah. like, he'd wait a day or two and send back the same version, and be like, "Perfect." But like people would always be like, "We're in the process," and while he's working, people yeah. would try to critique his work. Yeah, and it's like, wait till you're done, like right. you know, so. Right. No, I'll wait, I'll wait till I'm done to tell you if that song sucks. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'll wait till it. I'm here and be like, yeah, you were right. That's garbage. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you came. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you stopped by. Yeah, man, it's are been you, awesome. You heading out of town now? No, I'm actually going to be here. Um Thanks to COVID, like stuff's so spaced out. My next show is until Friday, but it's in South Point, Ohio. You know the hip hop capital nation. So I'll be, <laughs> I'll, be I'll be hanging out yeah. in Portsmouth all week. You know, you're going to Portsmouth all yeah, week. Yeah, I'll be in Portsmouth all week. You'd have been better staying around Columbus all week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fred's Pizza in Portsmouth is pretty good. That's about all I know. Okay, I was gonna say the. I've only been to Portsmouth once, and it was a brewery that I went to. Oh, okay. okay. There's the, which, the they murals. had fantastic food. All oh, right, on. So, but I can't remember what the name of the brewery was. Okay. Go to the river. Man, I've been wanting to go there. I yeah. hear it's amazing. I Check out been. the Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> no. Avoid Portsmouth go Walmart. Go to McDonald's. <laughs> avoid Portsmouth Walmart. Oh, yeah? It goes down? It, dude, it, it's, just, it's just small town 
Ohio Walmart. <laughs> Actually, that's where I used to put on my pajama pants and go to the Logan Walmart to feel good about myself. That's like no joke. I'd walk in there in a cutoff T-shirt and, and brown flip flops and like With blue socks. sweatpants, and I'd walk in and be like, "I'm dressed pretty well today." <laughs> I could have, I could have stains on my shirt and look good at that Walmart. Yeah. So amazing. Portsmouth yeah. is where uh, somebody that we uh, Dale. With PSKC, oh yeah, and Doc Spartan. Yep, wow. they're out of Portsmouth. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's a it's a veteran known company, okay. and he makes a it it started as just a hand ointment yeah. for like rips, so right. we're doing pull ups and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and then he's moved into bam. There's um, I just pulled some out of my drawer. Yeah, oh awesome. It's moved in. He's got deodorant and everything else. Yeah, like other soaps and other pieces. And it's oh, that's awesome. To, you put that on dry skin, on cuts, on really? tattoos. Yeah, uh, which, it works which, really well. But yeah, veteran of company. Really well. So yeah, he's, cool. he's from Portsmouth. There's the murals at Portsmouth. I've seen those. Yeah. I've Very walked nice. by those. Um, Very nice. I was I, I've driven by slightly them. intoxicated. I've driven by them. <laughs> I rode by them. Actually, I wasn't even driving, but I was like, oh, those are pretty cool. We drove slowly, but yeah. once you've seen them. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Once you've it's seen like, them. It's like some things capture me, some <laughs> art captures me, and some like that's done well. Yeah. But it doesn't like draw yeah. me in. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's. Cool. So, where you stay? You got a place to stay down there, then? They yeah. Um, actually, some uh, good folks uh, that have been supporting me for a long time. Yeah. I met at Winter Retreat seven really? years ago. Yeah, they're from New Boston, as. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Aaron Williams. Uh, um, can I say their name? On you can say whatever okay. you want. Okay. Shout out to Aaron Williams. I'll say you Williams. can do whatever you want on here. <laughs> we we don't restrict yeah. people. They're like they're they're like you said. Like blood doesn't mean family. They're definitely not my blood, but they're definitely my family. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. So nice. And so nothing like then. me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I do not understand what you were saying. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a black man. What? what? <laughs> and you like the Lakers? <laughs> Shocker, black guy likes the Lakers. <laughs> and you rap? I bet, bet you're a Raiders fan too, aren't you? Dude, don't tell them everything about me. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing all your secrets. Getting real personal now. After all we talk about, like, oh, calm down. You guys are awesome, man. All right, let's shut this down. Yep. Definitely check out the Mac. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. uh-huh. Twitter. Yep. All right. Uh, Spotify. Yep. Spotify, iTunes. definitely on yep. Spotify. Yep, all the Mac music, just uh, D-A-M-A-C space M-U-Z-I-K. All right. Yep. Um, you'll be in, well, by the time this comes out. <laughs> you'll be long gone. You'll, you'll be long gone. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be, long be. Gone, so. <laughs> you'll be in South, South Point, but it, it don't matter. Um, uh, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Insta, Google, Tweet, Instagram. Uh, if you want to support the show, Brandon Dash Marton Venmo. Uh, if you want to su- You know what? On this episode, screw the show. Support the Mac. Yeah, support the Mac. So any, oh, anything man, you guys, you guys here, they don't send us anything. They anyway. don't send us anything. Anyway. <laughs> but any funds that are sent to Brandon Dash Martell, we are going to forward on to the Mac. Wow, nice um, guys. Yeah, that that's a good idea. If you want to for this show, just let us know it's forward to Mac. We'll get make sure it gets to him. Yeah, wow. let's, um, uh, let's help a guy who's been affected by this crap. A guy with a good heart. Yeah, a guy that honestly, it ain't even about a Christian, non Christian, black or white or anything. He just loves people. So. Oh. Let's uh let's try and help them out. I miss black and white TV. Mm. We had that little I thought you were about to say, I miss black and white people. Like, <laughs> we're literally sitting here now, dude. <laughs> you got a black guy and a white guy right here. Remember Leave It to Beaver and I mean I'm I'm Cherokee, but I guess I'm white. That's nice. been a running joke on the show. Oh, yeah. okay, right on. I, I said I was a POC because I'm part Cherokee. <laughs> I was like, I get tan in the summer, but then I like I lift up my sleeve and it's like uh, it's because you uh, wear sleeves. Yeah, I know. Uh Anyway, for the Mac, I'm Martel, he's Randy, and we're out. Peace.